Have you forgotten? I'll tell you why. Because I'm not a total sap like you. Say that again. Welcome back, everyone, to Kingdom Hearts by Hearts, the world that never, 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 ever, ever, ever was not once. Part two slash world tour part one, because we realized we sort of didn't leave too much leftovers for the world that never was, <laughs> even though it was a clean break in the amount of bosses, um, but they were very scrunched up, so we decided, you know what, let's, let's keep on going, let's, let's do it live. So, today, we'll be discussing, uh, Syx through Ansem, er, Ansem, Zemnus. I mean, Xehanort, I, 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 I mean, uh, Zemnus. God. <laughs> Uh, part one, uh, and then we're gonna do some some backtracking, some good old fashioned RPG backtracking. It's gonna mm -hmm. be great. Uh, so yeah, as you know, I'm your Keyblades chosen, Kevin, joined by my big beefy, overaged <laughs> uh, man in a dark cloak, uh, Marshall. <laughs> I'm mysterious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What lies beneath? And yeah, let's just let's just jump right on back in, shall we? Yeah. With a boss fight. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it really feels like they're just like punched in their time cards at this point. Like we just beat Luxord, and I just imagine Sora like taking a quick smoke break. Like, <sighs> ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's go take out this bozo. But it's, <laughs> and then they it's, just immediately go into the next room. Yeah, it's very <laughs> weird. I mean, obviously, I love the world that never was, but the fact that there's, like, this big uh, scroll, like, you can only go further until you beat all of the organization members. Oh, here's a link to all of their tree houses. Oh, go play them a yeah. visit. Bring them a housewarming gift. Oh, no. Uh, Sora, <laughs> what are you doing? No, no, no. Stop it. Don't kill them. No. Yeah, it feels a little manufactured that, like, I mean, this whole room is cool, obviously. We discussed it last episode. But, yeah, the fact that they're just like, uh, I don't know. We'll just toss in Syx and Luxord back to back and let's yeah. just get over it's, this. <laughs> it's a very indirect way of saying, I mean, obviously the objective is to stop Sora. We don't need him and he's not part of the plan anymore. But instead of very naturally, like, throwing them, like, you know, you go into, um... The post uh, after the um, Twilight's view, that save point, and you go fight Zigbar. That's like Zigbar being like, hold up, kid. Stop right there. Time to shooty shooty make rooty tooty. Whereas these ones are just like, hello, welcome to my uh, bachelor pad. I have unlimited yeah. root beer. Would you like one? <laughs> like, they're not, they don't yeah. like ambush you. They're just like, I exist. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, all right, we just got to do this. Uh, your time has come. Prepare for battle. Uh, so, yeah. Sykes is just hanging out, uh, staring at the moon, mm -hmm. as one does. And then we decide, well, enough of your peaceful contemplation. 
It's time to fight to the death, you bastard! Uh, it's got a little bit of pre-battle uh, taunting once again. Versosaurus Roxas, take a drink. Oh, Although, God. is it before or after or both? It's definitely... Yeah, it's after. Uh, for, this one, but... for this one, definitely, uh, definitely... Hmm. I think it's after. Or we have yeah. the revelation after this boss fight, at least. I yeah. want to say at the start, he, yeah, at the start he does call him Roxas. Probably. I mean, let's uh, be real. I believe so, and... yeah. Because literally my, my quote for this is, uh, Do you dance with Roxas in the pale moonlight? Ah, very fitting. Yeah, he says something to the effect of, like, I don't know, basically, your fate is to die, Sora, so let's fight. Like, not really any meaningful exchanges here. Um, Yeah. So, he busts out that big old claymore, Mm -hmm. which I never understood why that weapon was called that. Like, isn't a claymore a mine? Um, there is... Like, I know that from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. <laughs> so, Claymore mines are a thing. A, a Claymore is a type of sword. A Claymore is basically uh. a... I want to say Scottish. I could be wrong. I'll look it up as we're talking. But basically, a, a great sword. A great sword. Like, a big two-handed sword. Okay. And... Well, like... Yes. I always confuse it for um, Lexius's weapon. Is that the Claymore? Or is it Sykes's? Um, I'm confusing myself now. <laughs> Lexius has a big... They refer to it as a tomahawk and sometimes a hammer in-game. Right. It's, okay. it, 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 does, it does look like a big sword, but its intent is to be like a big axe almost. But yeah. it, gives, it gives off big vibes of like both, essentially. Um, but yeah, Claymore oh, is... If you ever see like a medieval like film... And they're wielding, like, a big two-handed sword. Like, maybe, like, Game of Thrones, or... I can only think of Game okay. of Thrones right now. <laughs> I think I think Breath of the Wild has weapons that are called claymores. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I just made that up. But I know be, what you mean now. Yeah, they're big, big, great swords. Um, and I, oh, I remember... I know that... Well, one, I know what claymores are. But also, uh, when I was first getting into anime and manga, there was this... Um, there was a, a manga called Claymore, and it featured, like, these sister knights, mm. essentially... And I was like, ooh, what's it. that? Whoa, why is it called Claymore? Oh, that's a big sword. But I find it very okay. interesting that, I mean, you have an association with Claymore with the Claymore mine, obviously. Yeah. In well, a regardless, deep look it, inside the mind of Kevin. Yeah. It seems like a very impractical weapon. It seems more like some sort of like piece of decoration than a sword. Because <laughs> it's really big and unwieldy. Yes. And doesn't really make sense. And also... Apparently there's, like, an activation mode, or maybe not, because, like, right before the fight, there's a part where he's holding it to the side, and then he, like, shifts it, and I don't know if he's just turning it forward, or also, like, extending it into, like, battle mode, or both. It's very confusing. It's, like, a really quick shot, but, like, basically, he, like, turns the weapon on, and... He's ready for battle. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. It might be. I would call. I would like refer to it as like an activation mode. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if it's like the difference between like a battle mode and a standby mode. Like it's actually activated. Um, yeah. No. I also just typed up Psyx. It gave me like the Cage Three image of him. Yeah. It his like default stock image from Cage Three. It's definitely like. 
it's how it looks before he activates it. So I guess when he goes into battle, okay. he so does there that are little. Two modes. Yeah, it like yeah, it extends basically. Because I'm thinking of yeah. in this fight, like turning you... on a lightsaber. Exactly. Yeah. And then he does a big chungy wungy swing. Yep. Because apparently he also can control wind. So fuck you, Zaldin. <laughs> and he blows Riku and Kyrie off into the uh, peanut gallery. Because <gasps> you guys can't be helpful. Exactly. Um, yeah, God. It's, it's, it's uh, hilarious time. that we get this back to back. Because it's, it's Luxord saying, Sora, you're not allowed to have friends. And then yeah. Sykes. I mean, it's just, it's essentially the, the hands of fate being like, Nomura's like, no, you don't get to have friends here. Maybe you have little no. friends here. A smidge of friends, if you if you so prefer. But not the mm. cool ones. No, you can't give me the cool ones. Yeah. So, yeah. Time to fight. And, yeah. Much like Luxord, uh, Sykes has his own gimmicky meter. Which, of course, is the Berserk meter. So, mm-hmm. the whole fight... They're kind of racing against the clock to wail on him before he activates his Berserk mode, because one, he's invulnerable, and two, he does like 17 times more damage, so it's not a good time. Yes. And yeah, he kind of like starts instantaneously in Berserk mode in this fight, so you're just like immediately on the defense. Moon, shine down upon me. (laughs) And then, yeah, he just goes, he just goes ham. He goes sicko mode. (laughs) Huh, huh. Be gone! Yeah. <laughs> Move aside. <laughs> I just imagine, like, Zemnus, like, in his, like, weird Kingdom Hearts, like, ritual, just, like, trying to concentrate, and then, like, you just hear all this from a few doors down, like, Sykes' fight, and it's just, like, all this cacophony, like, mm. an elephant's trunk going off, and, like, a piano <laughs> dropping, and then, like, the camera shaking, and he's yeah. like, <sighs> But, yeah, Sykes is, he's out for blood. <laughs> he's big baby mad. He wants everybody to know about it. Yeah. So, basically, just, yeah. I hope you've been doing a little bit of leveling because at this point in the game, your growth abilities are clutch. Mm-hmm. So do some aerial dodging, do some gliding. Now that you got that, and just yeah, avoid all his big attacks. So he's got, um, I don't know. He's got his like throw the claymore at you, and then mm. it sends out shock waves. That one comes out really fast. That'll yes. knock you out pretty big. Mm-hmm. He's got his like meteor slam sort of thing where he jumps up and then jumps down again. Move out of the way because that will also send out shockwaves. Basically, every attack has like three attacks that follow it. So if you exactly. get hit by one, you're just yeah. gonna get messed up. His normal chase. I I couldn't even tell you the motion he actually does. It just looks like ice skating to me. <laughs> but I don't know if he yeah sw- if he like, swings <laughs> at you or if he's swinging the claymore in the air. But it almost looks like he's, like, ice skating or roller skating, like, that motion. He's, like, super low to the ground, too. Like, yeah. what, if, what if Naruto, from the famous franchise Naruto, could also roller skate? And what would that look like? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty light on his feet, surprisingly. Yeah. So. But basically, you want to try to get that sweet, sweet Claymore, which apparently he just has, like, a million in his pocket. Mm. But um, anytime he throws out an attack... He will leave the claymore what caused it in the ground. So that's why you want to dodge it. Because if you get hit, you're just going to be, like, stunned the entire time. And then Mm. by the time you recover, it'll disappear. So dodge it, grab it, and then, much like the Berserker Nobodies, 
uh, you want to go over to him and then give him a taste of his own medicine. But the tricky part is, unlike the Berserker Nobodies, uh, you don't you don't vacuum him up yes. while you're like going across the rug. Uh, he's a very stubborn boy. You have to like very strategically position yourself right next to him, right when you think the command's about to pop, so that way you can actually hit him. Yes. Uh, which is tricky, especially later in the fight when he starts getting really mobile. Um, and also, you're not invulnerable during this. Like, you'll still take damage, especially Be since he's sending out all these shockwaves. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, keep your distance for a little bit. And then when you think the reaction command's about to pop up, you want to get in close and then activate it. And then whack him and then slap him out of his berserk mode and teach him a lesson. So it's tricky, but pretty doable um, if you... Like I said, I've been fighting a lot of Berserker Nobodies and kind of get the gist of how to use these here claymores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's get this first face and knock him out just... I mean, he doesn't really do anything when he's in uh, Zen mode, if you will. Uh, just keep <laughs> knocking him out, and then he just goes back to praying and channeling his chi. So, exactly. get in all your hits while you can. Um, But... <laughs> so I literally just like days ago discovered that there's a way you can just completely cheese this fight. Oh, do tell. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're aware, but um, uh, I tried it and it works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so believe it or not, Sykes's ultimate weakness, his his Achilles heel, if you will. Yes. Is the little boy what goes by the name of Pietro Panini. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, no. I say that as the Peter Pan music swells in the background, and then he just tackles me. Yeah, so if you use Peter Pan in this fight, it just completely shuts Sykes down. So I never really use Peter Pan as a summon, but I guess his whole gimmick is whenever you attack, he follows up with his own little dagger attack. Yeah. So he's, like, very good for one-on-one fights in that sense, whereas... Chicken Little and Stitch are much better for crowd control, which Mm -hmm. is probably why I never use PP. But, no, he's great here, because as soon as you summon him, and as soon as you start attacking Sykes, you just stun lock him for the rest of the fight. Because Peter just keeps stabby, 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 stabbing him. And I think the key is don't use a finisher, because you don't want to knock Sykes away from you. Mm -hmm. So, I've seen it in two videos now, um, and just jump up, do a sp- an air spiral and then a regular hit, uh, fall back to the ground, jump up. So basically jump, do two aerial hits, go back to the ground, jump, two aerial hits, and then the whole time Peter will just keep wailing on him. And yeah, he can't do anything. He's just taking hits left and right like he's in an anime fight, and he's just like, <laughs> ooh, 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 And even if his berserk meter like reaches full, like if you just keep him in this animation, like he can't go into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh so i took him all the way down from like you know um pretty much full health to no health and it was really easy and embarrassing for him i'm Is very this... curious if this also applies to the data fight i feel like it might i i am not gonna try, try i am not gonna save right before the data fight and try this when when i yeah. get to the sykes data fight definitely yeah, that's, yeah, it was that's real uh, hilarious. So wait, dude, uh, <laughs> do you have to knock him out of Berserk mode first, or can you just while yes, he's in Berserk mode? Yes, you have mode? to okay. get him out of Berserk mode, and then after that, you're golden. <laughs> I was like, damn. Wow. Uh, like, I, I saw a video, because I was watching, um, I think it was regular Pat, who we may have mm-hmm. referenced before. Uh, he mentioned it, 
Uh, I think he did, it was in his, like, boss rankings for Cage 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned how you can just completely whiff it with Peter Pan. And then um, I saw another video. Uh, there are a few of these falling, floating around, but they're, like, kind of joke videos. Like, oh, people say Kingdom Hearts 2's combat is unbalanced or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. it was just someone showing off Peter Pan v. Psyx. Um, so, yeah, if you just want to completely skip the fight, that's a strategy. But, uh... <laughs> What's the real way to fight him? Um, <laughs> Once God. you knock him out of that first berserk mode. Jeez, there's not like this is the this this is the boss fight. I'm gonna text you saying like when we were preparing for this episode, like when I was playing in Sykes, being like, um, Sykes was big. It was very easy to like get over. As like to to really reiterate what we talked about for Peter Pan, you knock him out of berserk mode. He's pretty simple. Berserk mode is the only yeah. real threat. Yeah. At the end of the day, because he's 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 literally just unwildy in that mode, and it's hard to keep track yeah. of him. That's why knock him out of berserk mode. That's really all you have to do. He is pretty much. We, we referenced this a little bit earlier, but uh, later on, his desperation becomes part of his berserk, so he becomes even more unwildy. Like a lot of his, you mentioned, like the meteor spike. A lot of his claymore throws will have lines, like line attacks yep. to them. Like they'll go in cardinal directions once they make an impact. Um, does he have a weird big meteor move that I am forgetting about, or is that I think I think I'm thinking Sephiroth? Like literal meteors? Like okay, literal <laughs> meteors. Uh, not our boy Cyx. No. Okay, yeah. I blame you for just... saying Meteor Stripe, but it's like, oh, Meteor's right? I'm like, no, I can't be wrong. I can't no, be I right. No, I mean, like, wrong? jumping up yes? and then slamming down. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah he, he it's really just stronger, but not much. Again, Berserk Mode is just, like, this literally untethered beast. So, yeah. and it there's it's so quick and so strong. So, other than that, that's pretty much it. I mean, I know you said you knocked him out. And then just cheese with Peter Pan. I was curious. For the five yep. seconds you fought him in Berserk mode, in critical, in, on critical mode or, or critical difficulty, how was that? Was it easy? Were you terrified? Um, no, it's pretty easy. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't even really remember what happened because I've done this <laughs> fight so many times, both yeah, uh, regular and data. Um, yeah, I mean, as soon as you get that first claymore, you're pretty much golden. So. Yeah, I don't even know if I went into critical health or not, but yeah, like once you get the claymore, like you pretty much you're in versus, mm. you know, someone like Zigbar where like you have to like constantly struggle with some of his attacks, like his decimation move, for example. So like Saix is scary, but yeah, I think he's the easiest fight of all the organization members in the world that never was. Well, no, that's not true. We'll get to it, literally, next fight. Um, but I don't really count that one. But yeah, of the ones that you like, actually, like, you know, to the death, I think yes. he's the easiest. I, I would I would say so, yeah. Again, he's, he's yeah. fairly easy. The, uh, actually, while we've been talking, I just, uh, just to double check, I went to, uh, yeah, I just googled Sykes, I went through a few things super quickly, I looked at some images, uh, and fun fact, the image I'm, or the, the page I'm looking at, sh- I've never seen a close-up of him in his berserk mode before. 
And because it's like, hey, look at, you know, here's the boss fight for KH2, KH3, and then Days. It shows him in his Berserk form, like, up close. This man, I mean, mind you, it's called Berserk Mode for a reason. But, like, I think I need to see a therapist after looking at these images. Because, mm. like, I again, he, he moves so quickly that you don't really get a good glimpse of, like, what does Syx look like? How does it? How is it different? But, like, his mouth right. is, like almost bestial, like, agape and, like, constantly screaming. His eyes Rah. eyes are, like, completely yellow. I, I think he has, he has yellow eyes anyway, but now they're, like, completely he's, yellow. He's gone Super Saiyan. Exactly, yeah. And he, his face... I can't tell if this is just the game putting extra markings on his face, but... I mean, he's got a big old scar anyway. But, yeah. Uh, he, uh... It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to run into him in a dark alley at night. No, 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 no. Especially on a full moon. Um, so yeah, tags, everybody. We hardly knew he. So you whack him. He has one last parting wish to Kingdom Hearts. Where is my My heart? heart? And then he fades away into oblivion. And then Sora finally asks the age-old question. (laughs) I don't get it. Why does everyone keep calling me Roxas? Oh, Sora, you stupid, stupid boy. Let me explain the obvious to you. <laughs> it's because Roxas is your nobody. Not me. My nobody? <laughs> but that's crazy. I never turn into... Oh. Right. <laughs> Even so, so... I mean... Yeah, I was supposed to say, well, to be fair, I'm like, no, this is just Sora being no. a, complete, no. a complete buffoon! <laughs> yeah, this scene always drives me crazy, because it's just so underwhelming, and, like, the way the game's been building up to this, from the very beginning, pretty much, <laughs> like, there are two ways you could have done this whole, like, quote-unquote revelation, like, one, that would be this really big emotional moment where Sora's, like, very contemplative and, like, <gasps> my nobody, but of course, that time... When I sacrificed myself for Kyrie, I never would have thought it would have created a whole new life for him. Something mm. like that. I don't know. Or just, like, play it straight and have Sora figure it out much, 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 much earlier. Yeah. Because it's really obvious. <laughs> but they do this weird middle ground where they, like, try to make it, like, uh, whoa. I mean, for Sora, I mean, I think it's At pretty least. obvious that the audience knows what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Like, literally from, like, the beginning of, like, the intro cutscene when Roxas literally falls out of Sora. Like, oh, okay, I get it. Um, But, yeah, they try to make it, like, this revelation for him, but then they also, like, make him look really stupid. So it's like, am I supposed to be laughing? Am I supposed to, like, be feeling something other than annoyance right now? So many emotions. Like, one... Yeah, he acts like he just completely forgot how he turned into a heartless for Kyrie, even though that was, like, the definitive moment of the last game, but whatever. <laughs> like, even if he forgot, which I guess you could make the case, like, chain of memory shenanigans, like, I feel like Goofy or Donald, probably Goofy, would be able to remember, oh, nobody, they come from people who sh- with strong hearts when they lose their hearts. Gosh, well, that must mean Sora, when you lost your heart, did you have a nobody, too? Because Goofy did the same exact logic by figuring out I think it was Goofy anyway. He figured out that the um the nobody of Xehanort 
or like when Xehanort lost his heart, he also created a uh, nobody, and then yes, you know, Mickey's like, "Yep, the leader of the organization." Like, ah, <laughs> this is not hard to figure out. You stupid, Goof stupid trip. boy. Yeah, <laughs> Ugh, it's annoying, but whatever. Cat's out of the bag. Sora realizes he has a nobody. Gosh, I wish I could meet him. And Riku does a classic. Ooh, he's right there in your tank top. What? Oh. <laughs> um, and yeah, I also like the way Riku like is talking about it so like nonchalantly. It's almost like he's making fun of Sora. He's like, because Sora, he's your nobody. Huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah, like it took you this long. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, he tells him the whole spiel about, oh, like I went and fought him. It's a Soldic <laughs> thing. But. I think secretly he wanted to meet you. Wink, wink. Winky, winky. Um, oh, and yeah, this is a... You get to see the scenes that would eventually be put in today's if you're playing Final Mix Plus. The surprise. Well, it's also very funny because we're th- almost at the end of Cage 2, so we're going we're to be going into days momentarily. Well, in a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we get a quick... Uh, flashback, which is spliced right in the middle of Riku's conversation, which is kind of awkward. Yes, it um, is a little, like, awkward at this point. Yeah, it's well, no, it's, I would say, especially knowing the original context, and then this, the, the additive of these flashbacks right now, too, definitely. But, uh... Yeah. Hey. <laughs> content? Yeah. It's also getting very tiresome, because I feel like this is, like, the fifth time we've seen this scene... <laughs> <laughs> and they just add a little bit more each time. It's like, okay, we, we get it. They mm-hmm. fought Riku lost. And they've like also said that many times. Like, yeah. oh, I wasn't strong enough, but then I gave him to my dark side, and then I beat him. Like, we yeah. get it. <laughs> we get, we, I think we get two ver, two viewings of why. Why do you have the Keyblade shut up? Yep. And then I think yep. this is the second or third time Riku has ref or someone, I should say, has referenced the resulting part of this fight yeah. um i would say it's nice to see it if you're playing final mix but not exactly. super necessary but they probably also had the footage for this when they were doing final yeah. mix probably but meh yeah but it's also confusing because so it shows base riku but it's basically kh2 riku because his hair is really long yes it's like well why is he so much older even though this was like I guess it wasn't necessarily that long ago, because this took place, like, a week before, I guess? Because they, like, instantly put him in the pod, and then he goes to sleep, and then... Yeah, and that's where Twilight Town. Yeah. But did they act like... Yeah, like, Riku's been in this torment, like, forever. Whatever. <laughs> they, but he's, he's, wearing... been fu- he's been fighting the darkness for so yeah. long. But yes, he's yeah. only been and... handsome for, like, two days. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we don't know how much time has passed during the events of Kingdom Hearts 2, but, yeah, it's, it makes it seem like he's been Ansem, like, this whole time, like, pretty much immediately after Chain of Memories, but... I have accepted it. Yeah. Also, so I... he releases darkness, and, yeah, it's confusing, because he was wearing the blindfold before turning into Ansem. Yes. And then he takes off said blindfold... <laughs> That transforms into Ansem. Yes. So, like, 
why the blindfold? Where did it come from? Like, was he just really into near Automata, or like, what's going on here? Uh, uh, was even into near Automata. He was into near Gestalt. Hmm. So, uh, put a pin in that. We'll talk about it in like five seconds. Yeah, but, yeah. He's big, chunky, handsome, and then like he just one shots Roxas like instantly. He. Warps right in front of him. He's, and he sips yeah, his bodyguard on him. The guardian just like grips the ever living hell out of Roxas and he just falls unconscious, right? Yeah. He's just like <laughs> he's like helpless. And yeah, you hear Jesse McCartney like grunting for ten seconds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, I get it. He's he's down for the count. And then yeah, he's that's it. And it's like, okay, why don't you use the guardian for everything? <laughs> yeah. Because he just completely overpowered one of the strongest members of the organization. But, eh, I guess guess can't be having that. You could have just taken out Sykes in, like, five seconds, but whatever. Um, we didn't even... Can't, the events of Kingdom Hearts 2 didn't need to happen. Riku could have won by himself. Yeah, seriously. And then, uh, Diz shows up, and then they talk about, like, oh, we got him, boys. Uh, and... Not wanting to reveal his true form, Riku quickly pulls up his hood and, like, somehow manages to fit, like, his giant mate of hair in that tiny <laughs> hood, like, instantly. <laughs> Whatever. I, um, would, I would love a scene <laughs> where it's, it's that, like, he turns around, puts the puts the hood on, and then turns to Diz, but instead you can, like, you can see, like, a majority of his face and then the hair is just falling out, like, yeah, of one side of the hood, like, and he's like... Place. yeah. I got him. Sorry. Here's Roxas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, okay, is does Diz realize this is still Riku? Like, surely he must, because Riku says something to him. <laughs> yeah. That's like... He I've can feel Sora. Gotten him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Mm. Yeah. So, again, it's weird how then, when we do see them next, he tries to, like, say the whole, like, oh, my name is Ansem thing. It's like, no, you're clearly Riku. Whatever. Yeah. Um... I, um well, was it la- last episode when Ansem the Wise reveals himself to be Diz and uh, yeah. they look down at literally look down at uh, Riku and Kyrie fighting off the shadows and he, he recalls like oh yeah I was he basically is it I understand the symbolism behind it but it makes no goddamn sense because he's like hey I've been working with Riku for the past literally probably a year. And all of a sudden, yep. he's like, mm, I'm handsome now. I'm not Riku. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't work. <laughs> it it no. just doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but what was interesting about this scene is because it's Final Mix exclusive, um, they had that means they had to redo these lines in English. And Diz sounded very much like Christopher Lee. Even though every game after this, he was, um, I think it's Corey Burton who does his voice. And I have to wonder, like, okay, did they just get a really, really good sound alike? Or did they get Christopher Lee back for, like, literally two lines? It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I it guess, was so quick yeah, that you I'm could, a... like, kind of pass it off because you just talked too long. But I was like, wow, mm. that sounded really close. Hmm. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, why. yeah, because <sighs> I know it's it, it is Chris Lee for all of two. So yeah, now yep. I'm kind of wondering. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> you. It is Chris Lee for all of two. So yeah, now I'm very curious as to 
how slash when that would have happened. Because I, I was trying to think, has Ansem slash Diz said these words before at some point? And right. Uh, I think the answer is still no. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to take a closer look at that, because it sounded very much like, and I was like, wait a minute, this is the final mix cutscene. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Roxas revealed. Yay! Science <sighs> down. Yay! One to go. All right. Let's keep this train a moving. Choo choo. Um, so we exit back into the um, the whatever of remembrance or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> and if you talk to Kyrie, there's this really funny line where she's like, "Gee, I wish I could fight like you guys." It's like, but yep, girl. You yep. can. <laughs> what are you talking about? You were just fighting like us. She Do says something. That, yeah, um, you can. You can. I think her and uh, Riku walk around before yeah. you walk before you walk out of Sykes's uh, Sykes's bedroom. But also uh, when you're still in the area, which Nate, which I'm going to look up now because if we don't remember it again, I think I'm going to punch myself in the face. It's also a safe uh, like, proof. Proof, proof of existence. Thank you. There you go. P.O.E. Um, yeah, I just had to like cringe at that line. <laughs> and then Riku has a really obnoxious line where he says something like, oh, we're coming up against the, the organization superior. Sora, don't get in my way. It's like, bitch, are you kidding me right now? This is the... <laughs> Where have you been for the past two boss fights? I, I must. I think this. I think that that, that I think uh, yeah, to Nomura, you gave Riku the long, the wrong line. It's supposed to be Sora's line, sir. Right. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me? <sighs> um. So yeah, we move on to the next room and mobile. It's exposition, <laughs> except not really exposition. But basically, uh, meanwhile. Ansem and Mickey are still waiting for his weird planet decoder to finish loading. Fire my laser! Yeah. Oh, and we get um, a secret Ansem report. They're just handing them out like candy at this point. I think, yeah, all the orbs are the whole set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, they are wrapping up their whole conversation and Ansem is basically like, oh, this plan failed immediately. (laughs) (laughs) This is a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And even though he's like, oh no, no, it's not gonna happen. It's gonna explode at any minute. They then carry on for like five more minutes just like (laughs) casually talking. It's like, okay, there's this uh, emergency. There's like... (sighs) Zemda shows up. Riku, Sora, Mickey all say, Ansem, step away, step away from the machine. No one has to get hurt. He's like, no, why won't you just let me die? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, why does he have to, like, continue to man this machine? It seems like it's just doing its own thing at this point. (laughs) I feel like you could easily escape this peril, but... It takes, like, five minutes to actively blow up. Yeah. (laughs) I feel Uh. like... It may, maybe he very intentionally wanted to die from the, quote unquote, 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 so. unquote, die from the machine, because maybe that factors into whatever his plan is. That seems like the most logical explanation at this point, because, yeah, it, he could have very easily lived. <laughs> yep. Um, but, yeah, they're in peril. The gang shows up. Zemus is also here. He's like, all right, who is making all this racket? I've had enough. Ah, oh, Ansem the Wise. 
Or should I say, the not-so-wise. Oh! <laughs> so, the student is reunited with the master, and we get a few neat little uh, nods back to the original ending, uh, secret ending of Deep Dive slash Nose yeah. Hat on the story, where Sumnus tells Edsum, uh, you are the source of all heartless... Um, you cause all this or whatever he says. Um, I mean, which is, is kind of true. Like, yeah, Ansem's whole research was the impetus for all the heartless shenanigans. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's, um, uh, but I, I, hmm. Ansem is the result, or uh, basically the emblem heartless, because, and correct me if I'm wrong, we definitely talked about it before, all the emblem heartless are, were man-made or manufactured because of Xehanort yeah. and the lot going through with their big, dumb heart experiments at the end of the day. Yeah. Cool. Right? Like the, like the shadows, the neo-shadows, the dark sides. The, the pure blood. The pure blood heartless are all very, they're natural, they come from the world of darkness, but the right. emblem heartless are almost just like a result of all this cacophony of the hearts, essentially. Yeah. Although I don't remember if they come from a machine Ansem built or Ansem Seeker of Darkness built. Mm, true, because there's kind of this... In the original Ansem... I guess we can talk about this now, actually. Like, I may talk, but I like, briefly mention it. Uh, the Ansem reports in one... Up to a certain point, they are written by, or are supposed to be under the penmanship of Ansem the Wise, and then, right. I'm not sure which one, but eventually well, it transfers over I, No, to... I think all of them are written by uh, Seeker of Darkness, actually. Okay. Because mm. now in two, all of them are written by Ansem the Wise. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, it's Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, uh, Sod, if you will. I think he was the one who made the machine... Well, not Seeker Darkness. I guess at that point it would have been Xehanort. It would still be Xehanort, I think, yeah. <laughs> but they had already betrayed Ansem, but they hadn't mm-hmm. given up their hearts yet. Yeah. Uh, it's confusing. We'll talk yeah. about it more when we get to the Ansem reports. <laughs> but um, still, it was definitely Ansem's research led to that creation. I mean, um, yes, yeah. As, as Ansem the Wise, or people talk about Ansem the Wise constantly, he was like, you know what? I want to mess around with these hearts, see what happens. His prince is like, yo, yeah. yo, what if we went further beyond? And exactly. they actually experiment on themselves. And he's like, you fools! Yeah. At the end of the day, they're all idiots. <laughs> Pretty much. And yep. boy, is Ansem going to let you know in this whole mon- monologue he has. <laughs> so he basically spends the whole time talking about, ah, my hubris, it took me. Ah, I took, I, I went too far in my study of the hearts, and now look where we are, how little I truly understood. So he's basically, like, just having a pity party for himself, but then yep. he, like, keeps trying to loop Zemnis into it, and it's, like, really annoying. Like, he says, Zemnis, a foolish, foolish apprentice, apprentice of a, of foolish, a foolish man. man. Yeah, it's like, okay, calm down, like, Zemnis did, like, get the one up on you multiple times yep <laughs> he's not the one who's about to blow himself up here 
So it's just like, okay, they're just having a bunch of catty remarks and exchanges. And then Zim just even like has, but all you ever did was hold me back. <laughs> you never let me be my full self. And meanwhile, the rest of the gang are like, can, can we be done here? <laughs> can we wrap this up? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, I think this is a perfect time for, uh, while we're just talking and shooting the absolute shit, for Kyrie to come out of the corner with a steel chair and right. beat up Zemus. <laughs> I've heard enough. <laughs> Let's get him. Seriously, why don't they all just tackle Zemnus? <laughs> so finally, Anzu decides, ah, enough words. The machine is about to explode and then anything can happen. But he still has like zero words to his voice. But then he tells Riku... Riku, you know what to do. And, like, does he? Did he rehearse this contingency? I don't think so. And also, what does Riku do besides just holding, like, mushing them back? Yeah, because that's only, you know, the slow-mo cut of them. Be like, no. Riku's like, yeah. no, you idiot. Don't Stay walk back. towards the light. That's yeah. an explosion. <laughs> Right. My only thought is that because they work together, Riku might have known about the heart decoder machine, essentially. But this, it, it is guess. also just pulled out of Anson the Wise's asshole. So, like, yeah. did Riku yeah. know what to do? Or is it's it just, just because is it just because Riku has common sense and he knows? Hey, explosions Honestly, are bad. Probably, he's probably like, all right, Riku. Once I die, you're going to be the smartest character in the room. So you're going to have to take it from here. <laughs> Riku, I hope you're ready for the burden of responsibility! Pretty much, because that's, like, exactly what happens right after the scene. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, big explosion. Uh, I get warning just a little bit. One thing I will say about the coder is I like how it plants the seed of, like, data. I mean, I guess that's all Twilight Town was about, but, like, this idea of, like, Hearts encoded by data, yada, 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 because that's mm. all of coded, basically. So there's some uh, precedent for that here. But still weird. Like, I'm going to get rid of Kingdom Hearts by turning it into data. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, whatever. And then, yeah, it somehow causes a giant explosion. Whatever. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, anything could happen, including turning Riku into a real boy again. <gasps> <sighs> Look at it. For some reason. <laughs> um. God. I think I was. I think I was literally. I, I might just. I might just look this up in the background really quickly. Um. Yeah. Okay. I think I have a vague idea of what this does. But when this scene happened, I was like, "Is there a reason Riku go back to looking like normal?" Was like the first thing I was like, f like zeroing it on at, at the end. Well. At this point in the scene, I think I really paused the game and I was like, how did Riku do that, though? <laughs> yeah, uh, encoder magic. Well, uh, the, the consensus is basically a purify. To be fair, it's just a bunch of hearts exploding and it very quote-unquote purifies Riku of the presence of Ansem, Seeker of Darkness. Yeah. It also magically, I mean, so it does, it blows up a good portion of Xemnas' fake Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 2.0, I will refer to yep. it as. But also, yeah, just magically returns Riku to normal, which, uh, is my answer. Yeah. So he's back 
but somehow he magically has the, the blindfold, blindfold on again. Even though he distinctly took the blindfold off? <laughs> yep. Crazy! Yep. His eyes couldn't lie. Ha <laughs> ha! God, that's like, really? Is, is that why he was that, wearing the blindfold? Because he that, knew he would eventually turn into Ansem, and then if he didn't have a blindfold on, his beautiful blue eyes would shine through, and that would give away his real identity? Is that mm. why he was wearing the blindfold? Perhaps. Or is it just because it looked cool? Probably the second. Or both. I'm just going to go on a limb. <laughs> I think it looks cool, though. Yeah. So he's back and hotter than ever, baby. Woohoo! And, uh, yeah, basically everyone's like, Riku, you're back! Why didn't you tell us? Oh, we love you! We're your real friends. Uh, but I'm not a complete sap like you, Sora. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he's still trying to be all, like, emo and, like, no, I work on my own, even though you haven't been this whole world and you, you're, you're back now, like, you're... You're human again. You have your real body, and like basically everything is going your way. But you're still trying to be like this dark horse, <laughs> plays by his own rules. Like just, just get over it, Riku. But you I have a bunch wanna. of cartoon animal friends. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he eventually steps out of it, and he disrobes, and somehow he magically has this whole new anime outfit again. Guess we won't question it. Don't know when this costume change occurred whatsoever. Well, yeah, like, <sighs> I mean, so we had we had, we kind of had this discussion when uh, Mickey goes for the they'll pay for this because yeah. I made the the joke of like Mickey's gloves are black, his his boots are black until he rips his clothes off and he he shines like a goddamn sun. <laughs> uh, when did Riku go through this transformation and also exposing right. that midriff? Mm. Right. Makes you wonder. Yeah, like, what if he just ripped his rope off and he was just completely naked and he was like, oh, I thought <laughs> the clothes would come with the magical explosion. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, so what, 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 is he to wear, what has he been wearing as Ansem right. Seeker of Darkness? I like, to, I like to imagine that Riku has his new anime outfit, like, you know, ever since he got the, the long hairdo. So sometime within yeah. uh, days, I would assume. But when he... Yeah. Um, he goes to use the bathroom or goes to change his clothes and takes off the black robe when he's in Ansem form. It's the same, like, clothes, but they're a little too snug because, obviously, Ansem, Seeker yeah. of Darkness, is taller and more, like, broad, essentially. Yep. So I like to think he's wearing the same dumb anime uniform, but it's, like, three sizes too small. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's already pretty tight on just normal Riku, so, oh my god. Must look ridiculous. <laughs> Bursting on um, Ansem, ugh. Yeah, yeah. What 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 do, what do we think of this whole new look? Hmm. With the aforementioned midriff. I mean, I I think I like it. Mm. it. I like it more than his cage one outfit. I can tell you that much. Hmm. It's my yeah. opinion. I don't know. I think it's his weakest look. I think I guess it looks cooler than the KH1 outfit, but at least the KH1 outfit like makes sense. Like it all looks good together, but here, like I think the long hair looks really bad. I don't <gasps> care for it at all. Oh, yeah, no. no. I went there. Oh um, Dang. The vest 
looks ridiculous <laughs> of the aforementioned midriff, but also just in general, it just looks so tight on him. He looks like he's wearing like a child's vest because he basically is. <laughs> yeah. And like his pants are like super baggy and dumb looking and like in his running animation, he like hunches over and just like has one arm like hanging all the way down to his knee and it looks really awkward. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he's like constantly trying to like pull his pants up. <laughs> it's, it's just weird. It's oh just awkward. God. I don't care for it. Um, yeah, oh. his next two outfits are much better. Yes, I I a hundred percent think. I can't. Well, I mean, we'll get to it when we get there. But I think his current slash latest outfit is uh, is very Chef's Kiss. I think I yes. like this one a little more than KH one, but I would agree yeah. that. I mean, I don't care for KH ones too much either because that yeah. also looks really silly with his giant parachute pants. Exactly. I think they're they can be interchangeable. I think this is yeah. very much a product of the time as well. Like, oh, I feel like sure. this, this game came out in the mid-2000s. This yep. might have been kind of of a style back then. I think I like. Yeah. I would like to believe. <laughs> but also anime, because anime. But, yep. yeah, I, I, you know, I, think you're, I think you're valid. I, I yeah. am happy to see Riku again. Um, but, yeah. uh, now, now you have me questioning the long hair. God damn it. Ugh. Long hair, he don't care. I mean, <laughs> if you want a comparison, you can see it in DDD. He lops it all off, but he has the same exact outfit. And True. It still looks weird then, because now he looks really unbalanced. It's just, yeah, just not a good look in general. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Riku, party member. Yay! That's exciting. Yes! Yeah. I will yes! say, like, for a game that's all about you know, finding Riku, like, this is a pretty nice reward for the end of games, like, literally having him in your party, because we're used to just having Disney characters, and then the occasional Final Fantasy game, but, like, to actually have, like, a story-critical character in your party, like... Yes. This, this is the was... only time the series has ever done that, to, like, the effect of, like, you know, they're, like, in your party, you can mm-hmm. change their stats and their equipment and whatnot. It's the so... end-all be-all, like, actually something of worth. Yeah, oh, look at that boy. You love to see it. Yeah. <sighs> so he's a little different from other party members in that he has some reaction commands that come with him. So yes, yes, he does. Yeah. So <laughs> he's got an offensive and a defensive uh, dark aura. Whenever you uh, pull off combo, you can then add a quick finisher uh, where Riku shoots some. He used to be like Dark Fyraga. Yeah. Um, so he just kind of tacks onto your attack, which is nice and fun. And then a defensive move where if you get hit, you can use Dark Shield, and then it'll kind of pop up next to you and then pull off a shield real quick to block the enemy's follow-up attacks. And, like, I don't know if it's just because I'm on critical, but, like, I feel like these really aren't effective <laughs> they look hmm. cool but like they don't really add much but maybe it's just because in general party members are much much more nerfed than on lower difficulties hmm I uh I, I can kind of see that I feel like if we're like I'm, I'm trying to recall the times that I've used Dark Aura it definitely has like yeah. a bit of an impact but nothing nothing substantial 
it's a nice yeah. follow-up at the very least, but yeah, uh, it's, it's not going to completely alter your gameplay. At, uh, For sure. To say something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's cool regardless. He's also got um, a Healy Healy move. I forget what it's called exactly, if he's like actually using Cure or just a potion or whatever. Uh, I think it might be it might be Cure Potion, but also I'm I'm literally on the Riku page right now, so I can tell you in like five seconds. Yeah, but he's like, becomes a much more reliable healer than Donald, which is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's Riku, like, he's just fun to fight with. It's Riki, uh-huh. and yeah, it is Cure Potion, and restores the party to maximum health. Cure potion, whatever that means. <laughs> um, and then, of course, he's got his world famous limit session, uh, which I honestly have not even used yet because the one annoying thing about having Riku's party member is you literally only have him for two rooms. Like, we've talked about party members, like, yeah. just kind of coming and going before, but I think this is, like, the worst offender. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I would have to agree, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I mean, obviously you can use them throughout the rest of the world and throughout the final fight, but, like, it's just like, okay, but what do I do with them? Because, like, in the next two rooms, you never fight enough nobodies to justify using a limit in my book, because there's only ever, like, you know, three or four at a time, and, like, never... It's not like you're, like, ambushed by a bunch, and you're like, oh, man, I need a really powerful move right now. Like, a really cool limit. (laughs) So, yeah, I haven't used it, but... It's obviously really cool. Probably one of the best in the game. Yes. Um, but I'm sure you did use it. So why don't, why don't, why don't, why don't I did. Why don't you talk about it? I don't remember too much besides uh, there's a lot of swinging that, going, that goes on. Pretty kind much. Of, it does mimic, I know, not a lot of the uh, the non-dog, the world-specific party members when you pull off their limits. I think some of the later ones... You again, you have your X and your triangle attack, quote unquote, for some of them. And sometimes they do change, but not much. Uh, I always think of. Um, and now I can't. Uh, actually, no. Wor- uh, Goofy's one is World Goof, and it goes from being World Goof to World Goofra to World Goofraga or Goof. I've forgotten words, but world go. But it has like these three essentially different modes of attacking. Uh, and Riku's is a little similar. So the after a while, there's like a transition, like a little transitional cutscene, then you get basically more attacks to kind of go ham with. So yep. when you first pop it, um, you can use Last Saber, which is X, which is just you have a bunch of like ethereal swords and you slash the ever looking hell out of everything. Triangle Riku will fire a big dark like aura, it's dark cannon, so it's just a big dark attack. After a while, yeah, it transitions into the uh, the X attack becomes thirteen blades, which is just hey, what if you had more swords again? And Never then I couldn't tell you what swords. the triangle does differently, but it's just called Master Hearts. Um, yep. Uh, the finisher, I think, for me is very memorable. Uh, it's oh, for it's sure. all's end and. Essentially, it's not really a screen wipe, but I always kind of think of it as one. Because basically, yeah. uh, Riku's Way of the Dawn and whatever Sora has equipped uh, f- go to like uh, opposite parts, like center screen, and then create this uh, beam that essentially kind of like we mentioned the Berserk uh, earlier with Psyx, 
but they kind of just vacuum all the enemies into this weird beam. And it's like, oh, get fucked, get fucked, get fucked, get fucked. Yeah. They cross the streams, essentially. Basically, And it yeah. causes a nuclear explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very anime. It's very hype. Um, but yeah, I only ever really use it, like, during the Xemnas fights. Um, so yeah. Riku! Woohoo! And speaking of new looks, I'm still not entirely sure um, if he was already using the Way to the Dawn or not. We talked about this a little bit last episode. I think he was, now that I dig further my memory banks. But he yeah, was. I checked yes. his equipment, and yeah, it just says Way to the Dawn, and it just says, like, has various attacks or like some really useless description, not like <laughs> Riku's Keyblade. Yes. Based off of the Soul Eater. Like, Aww. he just has it. It's one of those things where they don't bother explaining, much just, like how Kyrie just has her Keyblade. So it's like, okay, cool. He just got he just got that fang on him. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um. I know Namora has <laughs> talked about it in interviews, which yeah. I'm sure we'll get into at yeah, some we, point. But we, basically, yeah. We talked about that one time where it's like, oh, it's basically Soul Eaters evolved. Something, something. Yeah, exactly. And last time I know we talked about, if you talk to Riku, uh, I think between the Luxor and the Saix fight, he mentions, he still refers to it as Soul Eater. As the Soul Eater, yeah. It's like, um, what, what are you we, talking about? <laughs> yeah, we definitely riffed and joked about that part. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he's back in full force. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Sora looks at him and he's like, gosh, Riku, what should we do now? And Riku's like, we have to defeat Xemnas, the leader of the organization, basically what you've been doing this whole time. God, how have you gotten this far without me? (laughs) (laughs) Riku, the burden of responsibility! Yep. And I I remember, going back to that MTV.com meet the voice actors clip, they fucking spoiled this scene. (laughs) Did they? Oh. <laughs> yes, they showed, they showed like, that part where it was Rika's a hum- human. They showed, I keep saying human. He was obviously still a human in Edson. <laughs> but, like, in his, like, boy form, they yeah. showed, like, the part where, like, Sora's like, you've got friends like us. And it shows, like, all of them. And then Kyrie's there. And it's like, they just did not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler so, warnings did not exist back then. <laughs> yeah, 100%. God. But, yeah. As we said, he rips off his cloak, which I really love that image of, like, it's almost just, like, a 2D, like, ping image of the cloak, like, flailing through the wind. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, when he, when they, when he f- flows it off and they start walking and it kind of, like, you know, just, like, kind of floats just, down behind them. Yeah. <laughs> to like, symbolize is really Riku light? moving on. Yeah, so beautiful. But, yeah, they're getting out of Dodge because... Uh, when Kingdom Hearts exploded, it started raining hearts everywhere, and that, like, like sharks to blood, uh, started attracting a whole bunch of heartless. But also, it shows the nobodies, which they're in like the dark city, which is yeah, weird because they're just vibing. <laughs> like, yeah, they're hearts are raining. Like Zemnis, we're about to see Zemnis kind of have another pity party for himself, but the but, like the nobodies yes. are in the city, just like having a grand old time. Like, oh, look at these hearts. Yep. Oh my goodness, what for me? Yeah, it's like the, the nobodies are also after the hearts, which is then confusing. Okay, well, both nobodies and heartless want hearts, even though they're supposed to be like 
the opposite of each other. Yeah, I, I, I would like, I like to imagine Zem, and funny because we're about to see Zemnis kind of just like, woe is me! I would like, I think it'd be funny if he's like, he's looking away from Kingdom Hearts and looking at Sora and the gang and being like, having this large monologue and then all of a sudden up the side of, of the castle never was, you see like all the dust being like, Hey, we, you dropped all these hearts. You can have them back. And he's like, oh, yeah. shit, never mind. My plan's still on, bitches. Yeah. And, and it attracts a bunch of uh, shadows. Yeah. And they start crawling up the walls of, like, the giant crater. And, like, the, like, scale of them is ridiculous. Because, like, they're really far away. But you can still make them out, like, pretty clearly. Like, one-on-one. In terms of like their size, and then yes. when they're crawling up, you see like the background of all the skyscrapers, but like the shadows are like the size of the skyscrapers. <laughs> <laughs> so the scale is just like, what is going on here? Like, why are they so big? Like, it should just be like this weird black amorphous blob with how many there are. Kind of yeah, like exactly. when they cut to um, Radiant Garden, like whatever the darkness around the like. Villain's Veil, like yeah, yeah, like, something like that. Instead of like, no, it's like a hundred shadow models that like you can tell apart. Yeah, it's weird, but they come and watch out. It's the horde. Oh no, we've never taken out this many nobody or shadows before. <laughs> never mind a thousand of them at once. Of much tougher, heartless. But There's too yeah. many of them. <laughs> so we move forward. Take out a few more nobodies, and then in the very next room, uh, two rooms from now, I should say, uh, mm-hmm. another cutscene. Uh, look, it's Team Rocket! I mean, Pete and Maleficent, because <laughs> much like Team Rocket, uh, in every Pokemon movie, they decide they're going to be good. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they don't really, they don't really commit to that. But, yeah, the gang's all here, and... Maleficent decides this is our castle now. Pete says, frankly, my dear, I'd rather run. run. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Could you imagine if I was like that? <laughs> Not um, at all. <laughs> yeah, basically they decide we're going to have a quick little redemption moment for a reason, even though Maleficent already did that, basically. So, like, she's, like, basically a good guy at this point. Not exactly. She's had so, like, literally the last time we saw her, she has. Yeah. We haven't seen her, ex- like, the entire exact- half of the game. <laughs> yeah. She has this exact moment of, like, you fools! You run, You better run! Now, yeah. now, but now it's kind of like, oh, I'm being evil. I'm being evil for good's sake. Like, she's still like, I will rid them of this castle, and this castle shall be my new home! Yeah. But also, it's gonna help you out, too! Exactly. And then Sora once again decides, no, I'm going to help them, even though I laughed over her corpse at the start of this game. And <laughs> Mickey's like, no, her heart's already decided, we can't interfere. Which, they said, like, the same thing about Ansem, and it's weird how they're, like, pushing this whole idea of, like, oh, once the heart's mind's made up, you can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't interfere. The heart knows all. It's, like, really creepy and, like, I don't know, just, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just imagine them like all going for like food afterwards and like Sora's like oh I'm gonna get ketchup on my hot dog and then Kyrie's like oh but don't you like mustard and then Mickey's like no 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 his heart's decided I can't do anything at this point like <laughs> if 
apparently the heart's just the end all be all of like any decision ever. You can't ever talk back to them. <laughs> it's a uh, god. It, I'm getting big Ratatouille vibes now. Of like, you know, R- R- Remy pulls on <laughs> the hair to get his to get his way, but it's the yeah. heart. Yeah, Deciding, exactly. Nope, I'm driving this. I'm driving this flesh yeah. suit, baby. They're, they're talking about like the heart's like a distinct entity that isn't like the person's actual willpower. <laughs> yeah, <weird. laughs> but yeah, they decide to make their noble sacrifice, no. uh, which and also Pete and uh, Mickey have some boat banter. It's very cute. Time to wake up and canker paint. Canker yeah. I fucked it up, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then Pete's like, you mean like run away for some reason? And then Mickey's like, no, I mean like, why don't you go kill yourself for us? And then we'll keep going. And Pete's like, oh, that's how wish better. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's annoying. Because one, we don't even see Pete and Maleficent do anything. It just immediately cuts to like the next scene it's you know yeah. it's like very common action movie trope of like we've got to leave the behind and then the guy like drops the grenade and then blows him up with all the zombies yeah they they just they literally just run off screen which is very yeah. funny because i don't think i've seen maleficent only has walked so far in this game so she like yeah. almost like picks her arms up a little bit and like she's literally like for two seconds just like power walks forward with like you know her arms kind of like close to her head and just yeah. like kind of like putting up some pep in her step, and then you really never see her at all. So yeah, yeah. And then you can go back to this room, even though they could have very clearly done like when you can't walk, and then Sora has an inner monologue like this doesn't seem right. Like you could have said something like, "There's still too many heartless. We have to keep going." But no, yes. you can go back to this room instantly, and then it's like completely clear. Like there aren't even any heartless. Maleficent and Pete are nowhere to be found. So it's like okay, that felt very empty but whatever <laughs> they're gone now i guess hi <laughs> right. so yeah we've reached the top of the castle yay yeah and zemnis is real pissed because he just finished cleaning this up and then you made a giant mess and i have to start all over are you kidding me right now can't believe you knocked over all of my legos you shall pay basically with your hearts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yeah, they start spouting about light and dark, blah, blah, blah. Why do you hate the darkness? Gosh, we don't hate it. It's just kind of scary. scary. <laughs> um, yeah, like we sort of mentioned this earlier in the game, or maybe even as far back as King Kingdom Hearts 1, but they start talking about this idea of like, oh, light and dark are balanced. You can't have one without the other, even though... Everything about their actions has been light, light, light. Smother out the darkness. <laughs> Those filthy shadows can't have them. Mm-hmm. But now suddenly, no, you got to balance. It's all about coming in between. Exactly. But I mean, <laughs> it. I think it depends. I, I think it's an. Int- it is an interesting concept, and it's mimicked in many other Final Fantasy games. I think of fourteen. There's literally a, a time in between one of I mean, the expansions where you fight a band who call themselves the Warriors of Darkness. And their world was, uh, was like, swallowed up by light, essentially. Yep. So, like, you know, either light or dark, left unchecked, will be, be just be end up being destructive. But yeah. Here they it's just, just never kind of... explored the idea of yeah. light being bad, which would be interesting. 
But yeah, yes. they never showed the benefit of like letting darkness kind of, you know, take hold. Because like the whole goal of the series, like based on Kyrie's grandma's fairy tale, is like yeah, light used to rule everything, and it was awesome. And then that filthy darkness came along and ruined everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I it's guess. Like, which way are we going here? Yeah, I mean, I I look to see. I forget what they're called, but the uh, the Masters Apprentices that could kind of be. A, a twist on you know too much light but i don't think it kind of reaches what we're looking for or what we're describing as well like it it kind of dabbles in that but not really too much yeah but yeah zimus is mad and he commands the heroes of the keyblade go get me more hearts no (laughs) they hold out the keyblades and mickey's just ridiculously short and then sora's got fucking sweet memories and Riku's like oh my god <laughs> look Why at these goobers these uh, I yep. did change the kingdom key for this scene because I feel uh, like I feel I feel yep. like uh, well to be fair I guess kingdom key D and kingdom key are very very similar but uh, every time I have oblivion and I feel like oblivion and way of the dawn are like mm. too sim- like, too similar so I was like oh let me change the kingdom key yeah. and I was like eh this it it's yeah. more of the same because Mickey definitely, again. yeah, you definitely yeah. want to switch to the quote unquote cool Keyblade at this point because yeah, all the cutscenes that are to follow. Um, but yeah, we ain't getting no sticking hots, you filthy nobody. And then Sora just like digs into him. <laughs> yep. Zemnis is like, "Why do you hate me?" It's like, "Well, because you're evil and you're been like." Hatching this horrible plan that hurts countless people and like Sora's well, like, let me do, list do really the reasons reason? why. Yeah, and then like Sora's like, but did we have a choice? And yes. Like, there's nothing sad about you. Yeah, nobody's. You're not even supposed to exist. Get out of my face. <laughs> you disgust me. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my Sorry. god. Sora's like, he's the. It's the. <laughs> it's the two women pointing at the cat at the table, but uh, <laughs> the the one pointing is Sora like. Yelling and spitting, and Riku's just holding hold it back. Is then just like, ooh, essentially, cat. yeah. It's like, it's a lot coming from Sora, who's normally very good natured and kind hearted, but here he's just like, you know, but he's not even supposed to exist. Now mm-hmm. let me kill you so that this world can be better off. No one will miss you. And it's like, basically. Can you calm down? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, he clearly exists. He's right in front of you. He is a person. Like, even though they also still try to push this whole idea of, like, some, like I cannot feel sorrow, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, hmm. I don't know. You'd think Sora would be the one, like, surely you could feel something. Because even, he does have a line like that, uh, just in a little bit. But yeah, here he's like, no, you have no emotions. You're not a real person, blah, blah, blah. I'm exactly. going to end your existence. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Zemnus decides, all right, let's fight. Words have failed once more. Uh, and then he pulls Sora into the Phantom Zone somehow. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, he brings him. I, I, so, I, uh, even though this isn't a place we revisit, it has a name. I, I looked it up after this fight, actually. Because uh, it's oh. just, like, it's um, the base of Memory's skyscraper, but cut off from exiting. Yep. Apparently it's called Memory's Contortion, if anybody cares about that. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just an arena for a one-on-one fight, uh, which uses the um, 
the same boss music from um the unknown yes the Zemnis fight in KH1 spoilers not spoilers wait that was Zemnis about that um so yeah it's boss fight time oh speaking of music um we also get the introduction of Riku's theme when he goes back to being a real boy. Yes. And, like, I have to say, like, I've never cared for it. <laughs> and it's, like, very melancholy and sad and depressing and, like, not catchy at all and, like, mm-hmm. very forgettable. And, like, I feel like they just did him dirty with that song because it's not great. It's just boring. <laughs> and, like, even Sora's theme, I may have talked about this at the very beginning, like, even that one I'm not a big fan of, so it's like, I feel like Sora and Rigu, like, the two main characters got, like, the worst character songs, because, yeah. like, Kairi's is good, um, thinking, like, Roxas is, is really good, um, thinking about some of the other main characters we will see in future games, like, theirs are all pretty good, but, like, the yeah. two boys, they're, like, my least favorite of the whole bunch, which is kind of lame, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, back to the bus fight. Uh, if you can call it that, am I right? <laughs> it is. I mean, this is what we were alluding to during the Psyx conversation. There is not. It is very much a prequel of things to come. It feels like yeah. almost like a mini boss fight, basically. Um, yeah. Especially at this level, I don't know. I felt like I, for one, put on freaking Kingdom Key, and I still slapped Xehanort yeah. like ten ways to Sunday. Yeah, it's very underwhelming. I I mean, the whole, the whole point of it is the reaction command. So, like, right at the get-go, he does his little seal on you, and you're like, oh, no, I'm losing my health. I better run to the skyscraper. And then yeah. you activate the reaction command um, face down to get rid of it. And then, yeah, the power creep is just off the charts, because now Sora's running up buildings like he's Spider-Man. <laughs> and... <laughs> Zemnis jumps down for their epic clash. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you get a little little showdown at sundown where you have to uh, basically play chicken to wait out the reaction command. So yes. you got three of them mm-hmm. uh, of, like, increasing efficiency if you do the first one. Actually, I don't yeah. even remember what the first two do because <laughs> I never I, do them. I got you, boo. <laughs> uh, I also, and I guess, fun fact, as a kid, I didn't know this, so every time I would just clash as the first one, and mm, you just kind of yep. bounce off Xemnas with no harm, no harm, no foul, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think probably maybe when replaying Cage 2 years later, or maybe even doing uh, 2.5 remixes, when I found I was like, oh, there's a there's a benefit to being patient here. Who would have uh, right. Who would have thought? <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, the first, when you're farthest from each other, clash, you just bounce off each other. A breakthrough, you will do, like, a single attack on Xemnas. So, uh, yep. hey, a little bit of damage. If you if you basically wait until you touch tips, uh, finish is the, the big chunky wongy where you'll pull off a, yep. like, you know, a cinematic <laughs> combo on him. <laughs> and then I'll just slam him into the side of the skyscraper. Yeah, it's very satisfying. Um, and then if you miss all of them, uh, Xemnas beats you up. Yeah, boy, do you look silly. Don't get beat up. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's pretty much it, honestly. Because other than that, he, I'm pretty sure he only has two attacks. <laughs> <laughs> I guess two and a half. So he's got his prism wall, 
just like yeah. Um, guard, even yeah, guard, uh, which will hurt you if you're close enough. But just always keep your distance in this fight. And then after that, he falls with two little swingies that are super telegraphed. And then as soon as they're done, go in, get some hits. Good job. Yeah. Uh, and then he's got the 10 second long, highly choreographed, extremely drawn out dance of the lightsabers, where he yes. just does a bunch of flippity flippity floppies. Just call it blade dance, basically. Guard, reflect, do what you have to do. Just don't get yeah. hit. Yep. And it's hard to know when it's going to end, so that's really the only reason you would get hit by it, is like if you go in too early because you think he's done, but out, oh, turns out he has three more hits. Um, but mm-hmm. that's same deal. Once it's over, go and hit him. Like he doesn't really have any like counter moves. He doesn't have a desperation move, and, except unless you count um, the like reaction command when he puts the seal on you. Um, and yeah, you can use magic on him. He he f- like disappears around the stage a lot. So I yeah, guess that's kind of tricky. Just a lot of teleporting. But yeah. That's that's literally it. That's <laughs> He's a very easy boss. Yeah, you should not um, have any problem with it. I like my only real thought, or like if you're struggling, do this. Is usually when he teleports, I usually wait until a certain voice line because sometimes he'll teleport yeah. and then throw up. Uh, uh, I just have the official name in front of me. What the hell? Thunder Guard is technically the the guard wall, as I coin it. Um, but yeah, sometimes when he teleports, he'll go into his slicey lices. Sometimes he will throw up the the wall. Uh, also, the wall. You would think it would do a good job of keeping Sora's on the other side. It's only active for like a full second. So mm. once like it like it, I would teleport, he'd be like guard. I know I can wait like a beat and then slide dash straight through it at him. Like it, right. Xemnas, you might want to um, take this back to the store and get it uh, inspected for quality assurance because this wall does not do its job. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll stun it doesn't you. really have a lot. Yeah, it'll stun you. Like again, if you if you just walk into it, so don't walk into it. But I feel like a lot of the problems are wait for Xemnas to do something, and it's um, very it's very akin to the Sephiroth fight, which we'll talk about at some point. I think next episode. But you're very much, and kind of similar to the Roxas fight, actually. As long as you're on the defensive and you know what cues to look out for, you've kind of got this in the bag. So just uh, be patient, be mindful, and you'll be yep. fine. But this yep. is the weakest version of that, because it's the weakest fight of the, right. that trio, probably. Yeah. So you can take them out easy peasy, and then you get a little bit of an MP buff. Low magic. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, spits Sora back out in reality, and he, like, falls down on the ground. Very silly. It's like, whoa, what the heck happened? And then Zimnus is back on his old bullshit, uh, <laughs> just vibing in Kingdom Hearts. And everyone's like, oh, no, what's he doing? And, yeah, he just goes on an evil villain monologue, as he does. And I guess he's, like, just absorbing the energy of the broken Kingdom Hearts. It's very unclear what he's doing. But everyone is super, super alarmed about it. <laughs> and he's, mm. I don't know, he's just going on about, oh, I understand the true purpose of hearts. They're the source of all power. <laughs> Which is like <gasps> a total 180 from wanting to collect all the hearts to find my own heart to, nah, I'm just going to use them for my giant evil death ray, I guess. <laughs> Gasp. And yeah. 
Yeah, it has dramatic cuts to all the main heroes who are like, no, don't do it. What are you thinking? Stop. You don't understand. <laughs> and then cuts to Donald. He's like, you'll never win. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for chiming in there, Donald. It, yeah, this is such a. It's very funny because it's it's Mickey, Sora, and Don Donald. Yeah, you think of it'd all be Rico? the characters of yeah. all the characters we could have picked. Yeah, it's it's just. I think it's hilarious. I need to. I I would love to ask whoever planned this scene. I was like, so Donald has a line. What could yeah. you to to remind us Donald Duck is a part of the plot? Right. <laughs> but he does not heed that warning, for he is absorbed into Kingdom Hearts, I guess. Kind um, of. But yeah. wait, there's more, because a giant door shows up. <gasps> and Riku tells us this is it. This is the ending of the game. Are oh, no. Ready, Sora? <laughs> Never, Riku. Yeah. So, Xemnas has slunk away into... Mm. Um, the realm of Kingdom Hearts? Question mark. We'll get into that next time. But yeah, yeah, he's waiting for us on the other side of that there door. And yeah, yeah. He also he dropped a he dropped a piece of paper from his notepad. Oh shit! Look, it's secret report number thirteen. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, at this point we have our collections complete. We have all the secret reports. So yeah, at some point we'll cover those as well. But yeah, that is it. Uh, we are basically at KH2's equivalent of Final Rest, mm-hmm. where if you go any further, it's the point of no return. You got the big dumb ending waiting for you. But we're going to pump the brakes a little. And we're going to do some exploring, like we said. Yeah. So if you want, you could talk to your crew and see what they have to say. But yeah, you got a nice little save point there, and you can use that to get the heck out of here. And go back and do some... Um, grinding slash uh, journal <laughs> uh, checking offing, <laughs> if you will. Uh, yeah, we're gonna start a little world tour now. We're gonna pivot. Um, yep. So yeah, lots of stuff to do. This is I think I may have said this about the first game as well, but this is like my favorite part of the game, where like it really comes in its own. And it's just like the end game, but there's still a ton to do. But you also like are at your strongest, and yeah, you just go out and explore and like do everything because now there's like nothing like blocked off or hidden or whatever. So you just you could be free and expand your horizons. So exactly, yeah. There's, I mean, the world is at your fingertips now. Do what you want to do. <laughs> oh, well, I yeah. say what you want to do, but what Jimmy's journal. <laughs> Exactly. Tells you to do at this point. Dictates. <laughs> yeah. And the Final Mix, there's a whole lot more to do. Correct. So, yeah. As we alluded to, there are some stray puzzle pieces and stickers, if you will. Um, I've already gotten all those, but now that you have your all, all your movement abilities, you should be able to get them all. Uh, yeah. Except for the ones of the Cavern of Remembrance, which we'll get to later. Yes. Um, but yeah, aside from that, we're going to go back to the worlds and check off all the missions, uh, because most of them have at least one. Mm-hmm. So we're going all the way back to Land of Dragons, which has one little <laughs> mission. <laughs> Literally only uh, one. Yeah. So yeah, and which this is only, this only FM. It's yes. So, non-existent. Yes. Uh, so Mulan does not is... get to have fun. <laughs> 
No, not at all. Um, it's the Mushroom Organization 13! Yay! <gasps> so, you're bound to run into these guys as you played through normally, and we have not talked about them up until now because most of them will require your growth abilities to be maxed to, like, finish the mission anyway. Um, yeah. Or at least have all your drive forms maxed out. But yeah, now we're in a good spot to finish them all. So yeah, basically they're kind of the answer to Kingdom Hearts One's Elite Heartless, although they're more mini games than anything. Which yeah. some of Kingdom Hearts One's Uber Heartless were also mini games in themselves, but like they're more fun and like they like test different abilities um, mm. than just straight up kill them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're a good time and it's also good to see more mushroom heartless because in the base game there weren't any and we all love the white mushrooms exactly hell yes <laughs> we they're they're just so good so yeah i'll take i'll yeah. at the end of the day i would take these boys they're uh and girl they're just a fun time and they, again this yeah <laughs> um yeah no they're good and they're so cute and the little coats and their little you know, organization mushroom caps. <laughs> yes. Although it's very interesting that, I mean, they're mushrooms, so then they have to be heartless, but the, yeah. how did Mushroom 13 yeah. come to exist? Like, I want a backstory here. What's, like, what's the, the infrastructure look this? like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're great. Um, so, yeah. Let's just go through them. Uh, so... Here in Land of Dragons, right before the Palace Gates, we have Mushroom number four. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they all have their own little gimmicks and different approaches to get the highest score. So, for this one, you have to kill all the clones without getting hit. If you get hit once, you're dead. The mushrooms are lava, so stay away. Mm-hmm. So, my strategy, which was super effective, is Wisdom Form, Berserk Charge, heal, keep shooting, and just literally, like, lock on and just hold the thumbstick to the left. So you're just (laughs) always on the move and always evading them, but still shooting. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's game. (laughs) Um, Because when you do the finisher, I feel like it slows you down a little bit, so there's a little bit of risk there for them to tackle you. But other than that, that's what Berserk Charge is for, so... I, I mapped cure to my shortcuts, so as soon as I got more health, I just cured, and then continued to shooty, shooty, bang, bang, mm, and got on the first try. Interesting. You gotta take out 85 clones to get the to check Damn, off the mission. Damn, Yeah. It's a pretty easy one, I would say. It can be, it can be kind of ner- nerve-wracking the higher you get, because, so the mushrooms start off being very weak. And then as you literally more spawn, well, as literally more begin to spawn, they spawn in groups yeah, of, I think, they get more six or seven when you get to, like, the 50s. Um, they get tougher as well, so they, I think every... Yeah, they take more this hits. Is no ba- this is no backing, this is just me kind of, like, spitballing, but I think every, like, maybe 10 or 15, 10, 15, 20, they get a little yeah. stronger. So, instead of, like, one hit, now it takes, like, two to three, to four to five yeah. to six... Um, at the end of the day, you're just running around, hitting or shooting, depending on what to, what to method you choose. But they can get kind of, uh, I wouldn't say too egregious, but it gets to a point of like, I was winning, I was winning, now I'm not winning as much. What's going on? Oh, mom, I need help. Um, yeah. But yeah, I also had a similar strategy. So at first, 
I went with Final Form, because Final Form, when you glide, your Keyblades swing out, you just have a lot of motion, a lot of right. range of motion, and your Keyblades kind of spinny spinny so much that you're bound to at least stop them from making contact, but I would get to kind of the 50s, and I couldn't really get any farther than that. So then, I pulled off a very similar strategy, which is, hey, Wisdom Form shoots from a distance, what if I just skated around the palace gate and said nobody touch me nobody touch me um there is there's another mushroom later that we'll get to that actually i need berserk charge for and uh unfortunately i chose the dream shield and uh i will not get berserk charge until probably it's no longer useful i think i want to say it's 85 or in the mid 80s because i picked dream shield i believe you can also get a Keyblade that has Berserk Charge. Yeah, but... I have I have Fatal Crest right now. Um, oh, the strategy I, I'm trying to go for the other Mushroom requires uh, two abilities. Oh, a different Keyblade. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's always the I tough part. To, I might have to change some things up, but I might be able to cheese it. But yes, I had a very similar strategy. I used Berserk Charge. I just kind of kept Oblivion, uh, but I just didn't go for the finishers. That's the thing. Like I would just do the, wait a little bit. About yeah. I would go for. Like, I know to, like, you know, kind of pause between expresses so I wouldn't go into... I would, like, you know, do the one, two, three, maybe four, and then hold off the key, hold off from pressing X for, like, a, a few beats so the combo would essentially drop, and then I would, yeah. you know, start from one, two, three, four, drop, one, two, three, four. Um, yep. I wouldn't deplete my magic, because obviously I wasn't using Berserk Charge, but... At a certain point, Thunder is your best friend because of the crowd control that Thunder provides. Uh, if I was mm. smarter, maybe I would switch to Photon Debugger or make sure I had Thunder Boost equipped because I'm not sure if I had Thunder Boost equipped regularly. But yep. yeah, I probably would have added on to that. But once I did Wisdom Form the one time, I, I was in the clear. Uh, just the getting from, I think, 80 to 87 is where I stopped. Um was very interesting of like, you know, because they, they drop like flies the first few times and now they're like in the indestructible mushrooms. I'm like, no, 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 die, 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 please, no, stop it. Yep. Yeah, but you only need to get 85. So once you get that, you can just die mm-hmm. if you want. Um, and then, you know, you done good because then they throw a little fireworks show for you. Yay, yeah. you did it. A winner is you. And then they just toss out a ton of loot. Um, which includes some tranquil materials. Usually, if you hit the mission, you'll get the good ones. You'll get the crystals, mm-hmm. and then also various <laughs> mushroom paraphernalia, usually in the form of weapons for Donald and Goofy. Um, and yeah, sometimes you'll get multiple in one go. So by the end of yeah. this mushroom grinding, you're just gonna have this like wheelbarrow of mushroom mushroom arsenal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because they like. They have, like, different scales of, like, mushroom, yeah. precious mushroom, pretty mushroom, and then pretty mushroom plus. So, like, yes. you only ever want to use the best one, and then everything else is just like, well, this is pointless. I don't even think the best ones are better than what we have at the end of the game, so... TBH. I guess it depends on what you want. So, yeah. somehow I ended up um, with... Um, enough materials for save the queen and save the king, so I just oh, no. popped those oh, on real quick. Oh, girl, look at you! But then I got a mushroom wand for Donald that had MP Hestera, and I was like, well, this is way uh, better. Because Save the Queen is... What's the ability it has? Like, 
hyper healing, I think, or like it might be boost? it might be a pretty meh one actually. It's something really underwhelming for what's supposed yes. to be his best weapon. Yeah, correct. It's like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll get a bunch of stuff, um, and then you can go check off the journal. You get the heartless entry. You'll get the mission check. You'll get the mini games because if you're like me at this point in the game, you could keep the journal empty because you're, you're you're at the end of the game. Like you're not gonna get any new story stuff. Um, so I always go and check off any of the new notifications to try to keep it managed. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we did it. And we're done with Land of Dragons. We never have to see your face again, Mulan. Suck it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, there's something I real I didn't realize. So, because I haven't cared about the mushrooms until this playthrough, so this has all been a, kind of a, mostly a new experience. Uh, they're all mushrooms. They all have a number associated with an organization member, and they all actually mimic the org member that they share a number with. Which makes me um... just think that Mushroom Thirteen is the organization's just biggest fan club. And I'm gonna stick with that solid theory for how this I, uh, for how this group came around. <laughs> I have thoughts on that because I was also paying attention to their numbers, and I don't think they mimic them. Like they do, and then they don't, and it's weird because it feels like they couldn't make up their minds. Mm-hmm. So this one's four, which is Vexen. So Vexen. four uses clones, and like I guess that's he yeah, uses yeah. clones, but like not clones of himself so like it's like halfway there yeah <laughs> but like i guess close enough like i could see that but it's also weird because it's like okay you uh, also want to I... pay attention to like the organization mm-hmm. member that shows up in the world so mm-hmm. like zigbar came to land of dragons but then it's randomly four for vexen so yeah. like that's another angle of like all right were they trying to like do a thing here mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, we could definitely talk about that as we go through them and yeah. see like, which I, ones are closer. Yeah. I would also say, uh, I think, hmm, it definitely our our first introduction is uh, Vexen, and I guess he's the only person I can think of. But he is like he made the replicas, so that could also kind of be a nod to replicas, potentially, yeah. but kind of far reaching. But I figured I'd yeah. say it anyway, even if I look like a complete tool or an idiot. So, hmm. Yeah, well, let's, let's go to the next one and yeah, see what he's about, because we're moving on to Beast's Castle, mm-hmm. which has another mushroom, uh, mushroom number three. So this one does track, three being Zaldin, mm-hmm. Zaldin being the boss of this fight, and they even show up at the same place, because you yes. find them on the bridge. Yeah. And yeah, this one likes to fly around, and he drops little orbies for you to collect, and you want to keep up with him, because they disappear really fast, and the goal is to gather as many as you can. Yep. Um, and, yeah, at first he'll just kind of mull about, but then he'll do a little uh, turbo boost, where he, like, mm-hmm. flies off real fast. you got to keep up with him. And, yeah, basically, you want to slap as many draws as you can onto your boy with abilities, and then draw rings, and then... For once, Follow oh, the Wind is useful. <laughs> I forgot to equip Follow the Wind. Oh my god. Um, I, went, well, I that, even that told myself. Life much harder. <laughs> yeah. So I, I still had three. I still had. I have two draws naturally. And then I have. Um, I have the draw ring, yes. So it could have been a little easier. It did take me like four or five tries. Uh, also to get used to kind of his movement patterns. Because. I think it took me two, he flies yeah. around. The, the timing is the same, but, like, where he decides to kind of schmoove around is, you know, different every time. Yeah. Yeah. He gets a little tricky. 
Mm-hmm. I think I was yeah, just like, reading Quick Run because um, it was max, and that was enough to like keep up. And then I think because okay. Critical Mode gives you extra draws, so I think that came in handy. Because I'm pretty sure the last time I did this, which was a long time ago, but yeah. I used Glide to keep up. But I think with the extra draws, I was enough. It was enough to just use Quick Run and then like okay. scoop up everything. So. Good to know. Yeah. So I I glided around to kind of keep up with his butt. Right. But yeah, it wasn't too bad. The the Orby is just really you have to get used to. I mean, I guess we're we're also used to like HP prizes and money prizes staying around for so long. And the fact that these yeah. just kind of fizzle in a moment's notice. Like oh sh- oh oh, that's a that's a little different. <laughs> hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like sometimes you'll get it where like he banks like at the very end of the bridge, so he kind of has to do a U-turn, basically. <laughs> yeah. So that's nice, because he doesn't cover much distance at that point, and then you can just kind of scoop them up and then, like, catch up to him really quick. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, if you have your glide or your quick run max, like, it doesn't take too many tries to get it. You need to get 450 points to get the big light show, and then you're done. Um, so, yeah, yeah I don't really see the connection to Zaldan other than I guess wind he f- flies? Yeah, the wind <laughs> flight is the loose connection for Zaldan, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. The last one, like, that would have made more sense for um, you know, like, Demix, because he makes clones of himself. True. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, an organization member who drops orbs, like... Uh, I don't think there is anyone. Now that I think about it, I don't. Maybe yeah, I don't think really so. I'm, th- I'm thinking of um, Land of Dragons, just the the morale gauge. Right. The, uh, yeah. Exactly. A bit. <laughs> so this one's a little iffy. Um, but yeah, we have another mission at Beast Castle. Should you choose <laughs> to accept it, uh, and this one's a doozy. So mm-hmm. <laughs> remember those their absent silhouettes that we've been putting off the entire game. Uh, the time has come yeah. to face our fears. Let us face, let us face, let us face our fears. God. Um, <laughs> so yeah, as I mentioned, now that you have all your growth abilities maxed, hopefully, um, those are going to help tremendously in all these absent silhouette fights, especially Malusia's. So yeah, let's do it. Let's jump in. <laughs> so these are also final mix exclusives and they're basically ways to fight the calm organization members because we don't know who the heck they were if you didn't play calm so like what are these yep. five missing spots in the organization uh they're here they're absent and they're silhouetted and you get a chance to fight them to kill them again <laughs> to make them extra dead okay so yeah, this first one is Malusia, who mm. plays much differently than he did in Calm, naturally. It's a completely yes. different battle system. Yeah. But, yeah, they're all pretty... I mean, th- these are, like, the best bosses in the game, like, all the organization members, obviously. But, yeah, they, like, all have some sort of gimmick to them, but, like, in a good sense, slash maybe not, depending on how annoying they are with some members. But for Marluxia... Uh, because he's the Grim Reaper, he has a death counter slash he casts doom on you, basically, by whispering sweet nothings into your ear at the start of the match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he basically puts a counter over you, and then 
anytime he hits you, that counter goes down. So it's very, it's kind of like Luxord's fight. Yes. In a sense. That makes a comparison. <laughs> yeah, where um, you have your health bar, and obviously you want to keep that um, high. Although, his attacks actually don't hurt your health, but some of them do. But most of them, like, you're, you're going to stay at full health, even if he mm-hmm. hits you. But the counter does go down. And then when the counter goes down, that's it. You're done. So, and you can't, well, I was going to say, you can't restore the counter, except you can. But it's a very specific reaction command that doesn't come up too long, or too yeah. frequently. It comes up a lot in the <laughs> beginning, but at, at the halfway point, he does that attack much less, so you can't block that attack and get the chance right. to restore count. Yeah. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Basically, just try not to get hit too, too much. Um, but, yeah, he... He really pulls out all the stops, doesn't he? So Yes. This is, ext- this is probably the one that <coughs> gave me the most trouble. Well, I've only done two so far, but yeah, I, I had to try this one a few different times. Mm-hmm. So, like, all his attacks are just active for a very long time, and he has a lot of range because he's got that big old scythe. So, like, you definitely want to keep your distance and, like, pick the right moment to actually go in and attack him. Because mm-hmm. even if you think he's done... He's still got a few swings up his sleeve. <laughs> and, yep. like, he can, like, basically cross the entire battlefield with the one spinny-spinny attack where he sucks you in and then Beyblades. So you want to keep an eye out for that one. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, much like Zimnus, um, after each attack, he's fully open, so that's when you want to attack him. And then he'll usually disappear and then reappear. And then, yeah, his, his attacks come out super quick. So you really want a master block for this fight, because that's the best way to kind of keep him at bay and not get hit. Um, so after he disappears and reappears, like you want to figure out the timing for when to block for when he reappears and swipes. Because if he swipes you once, he's going to knock you in the air. And guess what? He's going to reappear and swipe you again. And then yep. swipe you again. And then swipe you again. Unless yeah. you recover or retaliate. But the timing with retaliating is really tricky. So I don't recommend that. Correct. But, yeah. Similar, yeah. I always <laughs> wait for him to arise he's about to attack and then i use air uh, we talked about this like when we started cage to air recovery i think is just the better option at the yeah. end of the day because of the freedom and because of the movement so yeah yep. you can just recovery as he goes in for another swipe and then at that point he's actually free to 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 peel apart so if he swipes you you have your iframes and then all of a sudden oh marluxia you're right in front of me and i have this yep. This blade that looks like a key. I wonder what it does. And then you beat him to death. Yep. Exactly. And then for his second attack where uh, he sucks you and then spins around. If you do manage to avoid it, which I recommend. Yes. uh, Similar to Psyx. If you avoid it, at the very end, you are open to a reaction command. So basically, if you get hit, you're probably not going to get the reaction command. But if you dodge it, you'll have an opening, and then you can. And that reaction command is Aerial Strike, where you throw him up in the air, and then whack him a bit. That's very satisfying. Mm -hmm. And then, every now and then, it will be Restore Count, which, as we alluded to, that is your end to... uh, I think it maxes out your um, uh, Doom Count, if you will. Might on critical. Um, uh, I did my research and also had the this boss fight. It ups your count, whatever it is, by thirteen. Oh, wink, wink. Okay. Gotcha. That's cool. yeah. Oh, uh, I just realized it, it starts um, at sixty. By the way, what does? 
Yes. You, you mean the um, the counter? Mm-hmm. So I think that's actually based on your HP, because mine started at 54. And I was thinking, really? that's such a random number. But then I realized, oh, that's probably my HP, because you get less HP in critical mode. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, because I'm Let's used see. to it being 99 um, in the data fight, but that's because you have max HP by then, so... Oh, the yeah. maximum level... Uh, I'm not sure how much this is going to edit. Okay, so the counter is actually whatever Sora's level is. So I was oh, level 60 level. when I did this fight. Oh, okay. You were 54. Yeah, yeah, because you said uh-huh. HP, and I was like... And I, I'm... Spoiler alert, not really. I'm in the level grinding stage of playing 2. So gotcha. I know that our HP and our magic are over 100. And I was like, maybe it's half like whatever hp or magic is half maybe what's that right and then i was like i'm already on the i already have the page pulled up for this fight just in case we reference it and yes so it's whatever sora's level is so oh my god imagine this fight on level one then jesus christ literally the first paragraph of this page says this means that on a level one critical mode (sighs) Almost all of Marluxia's attacks are guaranteed to one-hit yep. kill Sora. Oh, God. I want to look that up after this, then. Um, yeah, because he means business. So, once you knock him out of the first phase, um, he goes into the most annoying phase, where he goes to the center of the room, and he summons his shadow pools of death. Yeah. Um, and this part's really annoying, because that's basically the entire stage. Um, <laughs> and if you yeah. summon them... You either are instantly brought down to 1 HP, or you just die. I couldn't quite figure out the difference. I guess I guess it kills you, but if you have full HP, it's like a once more. I think that's what's going on there. So you still mm. you hang on to your last HP. Maybe not. Like, sometimes I would just go down to 1, sometimes I would just outright die. And that's how I die most of the times to this fight. <laughs> mm. that, might be, that um, might be a critical mode or slash higher difficulty thing. And also you have, probably. Well, I mean, yes, you have less HP, too. I yeah. I would definitely take a chunk of damage, but I wouldn't okay. get anywhere near critical. I think I would lose... I'm trying to remember how much health I have in terms of a numerical value. I want to say maybe 120. I'll throw that number up there. But I would take probably a third of my health stepping in the portal. So the minute he summons those things, I air recovery, and then I hold glide and just hold position to see where the hell they're going to be. Because a few times right. I've been like, all right... I'm going to stay here. And he's like, dude, what if I put a portal right there? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you definitely want to keep an eye out for where they're popping up. And then, yeah, basically just glide this whole time. He also has a little tech where he summons the vines around you. But as long as you're moving, they will close in and, like, you'll leave them behind when they actually activate. Um, So it's, like, a cool strategy where, like, he wants to keep you moving and, like, kind of keep you agile because then you kind of lose your footing, and you might actually land into the death traps. Um, yes. Because then he's also doing his own little attacks. So basically, nowhere safe. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you might be tempted to attack him, because there's the little pockets of safe uh, floor, and sometimes when he ends an attack, he's, like, in there. But, because Sora is such a buttery little boy, usually if you attack him, your combos will end up taking you into the death pit, and then, like me, you'll just die. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, whenever I would attack him and he get kind of close to the death pit, I would just kind of upper slash to knock him away. And yeah. so sometimes it does want to work, sometimes it doesn't in terms of knocking right. him up. But it would either end the combo, like, where I was, like, I wouldn't follow up into the air... 
or I would actually hit him into the air and be like, okay, we can now take this to the sky, and I'm, I'm not in danger of falling into the shadowy flower portal, and therefore I will be safe. Yeah. But I realized that kind of, we've, we've, ref- we've referenced revenge counters at this point in the show, um, but I feel like Marluxia's... I mean, we'll see in the data fight. I feel like this is a lot worse. Like, I feel like with Demix is the first and funniest example, in my opinion, that we kind of came across. Like, you, he'll just, like, rocket himself to the other side of the arena, whereas Marluxia will just disappear and he'll he'll immediately follow up with a teleport swipe. And I feel like that can mess you up more compared to some of the other, at least, revenge counter modes that I've seen. Yeah. So, it's um. a, tends to be kind of risky. Yeah. So, this part's annoying because it just drags out the fight. Because, like yeah. I said, you don't really want to be attacking whenever the pits are out. And then when they're gone, you can get off, like, one or two combos, but then he's like, mm, I'm going to do that again. That seemed like a good strategy. And you're like, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, at this point, I mean, mind you, let's be real, Kingdom Hearts is Sora, the game. Uh, but once the portal's coming out, whatever support that you may have gotten from Donald and Goofy is non-existent. Because oh, yeah, they don't sure. know to stay out of the, 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 of the rose pits. And they're like, what yeah. if I just died constantly? Yeah, uh, I imagine they're not going to be super beneficial, but again, they do do some damage. Donald can cure you at the very least, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah. But then, once you do knock him into the next phase, that's when he decides, ha ha ha, time for my real desperation move. Except he yeah. kind of has two. <laughs> so yeah. the first one is he Beyblades into a scythe and spins around, which is like pretty easy to avoid. Just between aerial dodge and gliding, like you can keep away pretty easily because um, mm. it, it moves pretty slow. Uh, but he is invulnerable, so you just gotta wait it out. Yeah. But then the second one is just chaos. <laughs> 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 so he like summons the death plumes, and they they're kind of like mines all around the field. And at first, I glided, glued, glid, I glided. I glide scored all over the field. Yeah. And I, like, instantly died. And I was like, oh, well, that doesn't seem like a good strategy. So then, after that, I would just run to avoid them. And I thought it was just stay moving and you'll avoid them. But then sometimes they would appear right in front of you. So then you gotta dodge, duck, dip, and dive. And it's just very chaotic. But that's not all. Because then he pulls out his real final move where he just, I don't even know, just, like, goes to town with a scythe. Yeah. And then you think it's over, but then he jumps up and then crashes down, and you're like, oh my god, could you. Do you have any more ways to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, I do. I. Yeah. I luckily, I only deal with this once, and I just. I just. I just had enough counter, or, you know, enough, enough hits to, to live, but I remember it being this awkward, like. My initial instinct was to glide everywhere, and then I saw them some appear in front of me, so it was a mix of, like, Quick run, dodge roll, glide, like, all the movement abilities, basically. Yeah, for sure. Um, to attempt to live, but... Yeah. Yeah. It was and then, uh, a show. Yeah, I just spammed Reflect once I thought he was getting close to his actual attack, and that, mm-hmm. that seemed to work. <laughs> but then after that, he just kind of does his usual stuff, so... And I think at this point he doesn't use the rose pools anymore, or maybe I just got lucky. But yeah, just you can be a I little more I, aggro. 
No. Mm-hmm. I think after this, he uses them a lot less, which is an appreciated change in the behavior, because if it was yeah. just, hey, I'm going to spam portals again, I'm like, this fight would take five years to complete. Right. So, yeah. Uh, finish them off, and then you're done. Yay! Woo! For now, anyway. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> the, inter- the interesting thing... Oh, and to, to point out something from earlier. Yeah, when you block the one attack that lets you... So you can actually... I discovered this, I did probably, probably didn't know this before. You, depending on where you're close to him, you'll proc either Restore Count or Aerial Strike. I realized yeah. that. Once you block the, the, I will say traditional, like, big swing combo. If you're in front of the Scythe, you get Restore Count, because the, the target is literally the Scythe itself. And the action, of course, is stealing Marluxia's Scythe and, like, swinging and throwing it at him. It, uh, for aerial strike, if you walk in your, if you're closer to the body, the the trigger is just literally his belly button. <laughs> um, okay. So it's whatever you want at that point, because that's nice. Once I got the hang of it after dying like four times, I was like, okay, I can kind of avoid most of his hits. So sometimes I would go for the aerial strike. If I dip below kind of forty, I would start to hammer down, getting the restore count, so I could be. Kind of, you know, as topped off as you can be, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. But, yeah, once you win, another one bites the dust, and you get a manifest illusion for your efforts. Ooh, it's... new synthesis material. Yeah. Or lost illusion, or whatever. Well, well, it, it, yeah, it's uh, it's lost illusion. Uh, all of the org members drop the... I think lost is this one, manifest is the data fight one. Ah, Okay. Uh, but yes, Illusion you get these from you get you get these from all of the uh, absence of wets. Yes, gotcha. All right, that's Beast Castle one and done. So mm-hmm. next up, uh, Dizzy Castle got nothing, but absolutely it nothing. Does have Timeless River, which also has a lonely little mushroom organization member. Mm-hmm. So this one is numero eleven, which huh. Look at that, Marluxia. We were just talking oh. about you. What are you doing here, buddy? Basically, the idea is you want to hit him really fast to get his counter down to zero. It starts at 99. So basically, you want to use really fast attacks. <laughs> and he kind of dodges and jumps and glides to avoid you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I was cheap, and I just looked up a guide for this one immediately, because I was like, I, I don't care. I had a suspicion Wisdom Form would be useful, and then, yeah, yep. the guide told me so. But the exact opposite of my strategy for the Lane of Dragons mushroom, uh, mm-hmm. instead of getting rid of your finisher, you want nothing but finishers. So <laughs> take off all your, your combo pluses, use negative combo, slap on rumbling rows, so that way you could just knock out the finishers after just one hit, and then... Because with Rumbling Rose in critical mode, I can do three finishers in a row. And those Jesus. are the super rapid-fire uh, wisdom shots, as we know. So those come out really fast and do a lot of damage mm-hmm. for this particular mushroom. Um, so yeah, that was a good strategy. Um, it was tricky because uh, when I was close and then he jumps, a lot of the shots will miss. But then I realized if you just keep your distance, they kind of hone in. Um, yeah. Even if he is like on the move, so that's pretty useful. So it took me a couple tries. You got to get it under 19 seconds, but yeah, once I figured out, it's best to just keep your distance and stay locked on. Obviously, um, I got it like 
the first try. So, yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty manageable. Not too bad. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I had something similar. I pocked Final Form, and I'm like, this probably has... This or Master may have the most hits, but I literally said, I think every... You know, every, every shot of Wisdom Form, even though the... Is all like just one X press. I was like, I'm pretty sure all the bullets count as separate hits, right? So after Final Form didn't work, I went to Wisdom. Oh, so this is the strategy. So yeah, Yeah. I did Rumbling Rose. I didn't equip uh, or take off my combo pluses, but I might have to to try that now. Yeah. Um, And the guy that I saw, I already chose Rumbling Rose, luckily. But the guy said the guide said, "Hey, try berserk charge because you'll just spam, Ooh. spam." Very similar, uh, but very similar, but the opposite concept of what you were going for. Instead of yeah. nothing but finishers, um, not, we don't want the finishers because, like we mentioned for Land of Dragons, the finishers do have kind of a lot of end lag. So uh, apparently, both work depending on your nice. what, what you know what avenue you want to go. But yeah. yeah. There were, I got a lot of 19, I like, it's almost like someone improving, like literally improving their time. Like, it's like, oh, I got 19.8. Oh, I got 19.5. Oh, I got 19.4. 19.3. Come on. Yeah. Um, and then a similar, a similar realization of, hey, I can put some distance between the mushroom. Because um, I just started like in his, you know, obviously you, you press triangle to start the an encounter and then I would just spam in his face. But yeah. Uh, I realized, or my strategy kind of going forward was, uh, you want to keep a, kind of a medium distance, then once he jumps and lands, you want to come close, but then, you know, or kind of maintain the same distance, because he's going to be jumping in ra- literally random directions. So, you want to just keep an eye and be mindful of where he's going to be. Yeah. He's a hoppy little bugger, but, um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, not too bad. And also, it's just nice to see Wisdom form getting its time in the sun. So, that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing I like about the Mushroom Org is just... They get you to think in different ways and use different strategies than just mash, yes. mash, 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 um, So, yeah, Hello. this is number 11, which is my Lucia. And I guess I can see it, because, yeah, it's got the death counter... Basically, and it's mm-hmm. it, it, I. If you look at their journal entries, it's really cute. It says something like, "This heartless was cursed to have a number follow it constantly." Oh, <laughs> buddy! Really silly. And like, I remember when I read it, I was like, "Wait, which one are they talking about?" I was like, "Oh, the number <laughs> one." Oh, okay. Um. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it even starts at ninety nine. So. That's funny. So I will I will give this one a pass. Although yeah, yeah. why it's in Timeless River, who knows? Um But yeah, another one bites the dust, and then yeah. that's pretty much it for Timeless River. Yep. Uh, so long, farewell. We'll see you all again. Yeah. Alright, move along. Port Royal which has a couple <laughs> little <laughs> missions up its sleeve. Yeah. The first actually. one. Is you saying, huh, I found this plank with wheels on it. Whoa, it's the craziest thing. And then you're like, oh yeah, this game has an arbitrary skateboarding minigame in it. Okay. I I now want uh, a Tony Hawk's uh, Underground, but with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean characters. I mean, they did one with Spider-Man, so you're not too far off. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's... Mm. I will say, 
because there's a few skateboarding challenges. At least they're yeah. different. Like, it's mm-hmm. not just the same, like, get a bunch of score. It, like, this one is collect the light beams or whatever. Yeah, so, there's, like, little waypoints, essentially. So it's more of a race, yeah. like a time attack, more than just a score points. So, yeah. yeah. Although some are some are very similar score points, but I, at least the score point ones are in different areas that are vastly right. different. It's not like yeah. this skate park and that skate park because there's no skate parks in Kingdom Hearts. So it's like, here's this area you know pretty well. Okay, where can you bust a sick grind? And, yeah. you know, etc. There you go. Yeah. So here in Port Royal, it's just, as you said, follow the waypoints. I think there's like 23 of them. And it's basically yes. just go on a path around the town. Mm-hmm. And then you're just, for the most part, it's just go on a straight line. And then, oh, there you start peering in the air and you got to jump yep <laughs> and that's pretty much the only challenge of this and really that's just the first time you might not know where they're gonna appear so just do it once and then know okay i gotta jump here when i'm going down the stairs and then try it again mm-hmm. and then you'll get it and the timeline is or the time requirement is super lax so you'll probably yeah. finish the mission Under 40 seconds is pr- pretty two okay tries. Yeah. yeah, essentially, yeah. There's, uh, there's the the when you have to, you're saying it. Uh, there's one you have to jump, and probably do like a spin or like the circle move to sort of. Like, yeah, hang you want to stay in the air. Yeah. yeah, that one caught me off guard, so I I think I fumbled that like two times, and then I got it the third time, and I still ended it with like thirty, thirty five. Yeah, I seconds. think I actually got it in my first try. <laughs> now I, that I, I did too. Back. Yeah, yeah. That was the only waypoint. I was like, oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! Uh, yeah. No, I'm not gonna get it. Oh no, I still had plenty of time left. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this one's pretty easy. Not much else to say here. Yeah. And then if you take your little boat back to that there Isla de Muerta, um, mm-hmm. you're gonna find our next mushroom organization member. This one yes. is number ten, which is Luxord. So this one does fit. I Luxord. Because yeah. Luxord was also here in Port Royal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. I could see it. The, like, theme. So, this is basically the black rap city from Deep Jungle in the first game. It's just the yes. shell game. Or the cup game. Whatever you want to call it. Where mm-hmm. they shuffle up. Whoa, and then you gotta guess which one was the real one. Uh, which is fitting for Luxord. Because he's, like, the gambler. And he always wants to play a game. La, 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 la. Yeah. I think that's just... <laughs> Um, but yeah, this one was like tricky. I used to be so good at these things, but maybe I'm just getting older and my eyes just worked <laughs> what they once were. But it, it like took me a lot of tries. I was like, damn it, I'm supposed to be better than this. But also, it's just tricky because like it's not enough to just guess and then fight it. Like you actually have to like be strong because like you have to be able Correct. to do enough damage to get under the time limit. So it's not just keep an eye on the heartless. It's keep an eye on the heartless, but also like do enough damage to take down the health before it Correct. does its next so, round. So, so <laughs> I cheese the heck... I didn't cheese it, I should say. I barely made this requirement at level 62, 63. So, yeah. if you're not getting within the time limit, I would literally just say come back at a higher level where you're literally stronger. Because sometimes that yeah. is all the difference. Uh, I looked but up I, a guide mm-hmm. and they said their recommendation was um, the same idea of like uh, negative combo, rumbling rose. So just use a bunch of aerial finishers, but also oh. take off magnet spiral and like aerial finish because they're too flashy and they just take a long time. Just use the basic combos 
And okay. once I did that, yeah, I got the time, and I was like, oh, that's gotcha. much better. Interesting. Yeah. So you probably I could did... do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I did this thing called, hey, Final Form exists. <laughs> yeah, but then um, another problem I had was, like, if my, my attacks were so big that I would accidentally hit the wrong one in the yes. same attack. So, like, I feel like Final Form would do that all the time. <laughs> it's the first two The first two times, yeah. Uh, so, I guess at the end of the day, you probably only have about four, com- four combos max to beat up uh, Mushroom 10. So, I mean, for reference, for anyone, like, time-wise. Yes, exactly. Seconds. If you're going... Uh, up to five, you're not going to get the time. Yeah. Yes, correct. So initially, I just I mucked up the first one, went back, came back to do final form again. I I would go under the one that is the correct one, and then just do the jump because your jump attack um, when you jump just in a final form, the keyblades spin around you like sort of where Sora's like legs are. Yeah. But I ran into some issues, and I would hit like the one next to it. So what I started yep. to do, and the, what, what you know, what won me the game was jumping in front of that mushroom, and so when you're literally like you're literally uh, on the same like y-axis, then attack. So you like zoom into it. You'll hit it first. Okay. The others disappear. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And then and then you can just final form the fuck out of it. But yeah, I nice. I finished. So for reference, I finished this with forty fifty four. Point eight seconds. Like I literally oh. said, oh fuck, I'm not gonna get this, but I'll finish it because you still get rewards no matter what. And right. then I beat it like literally under the wire, and I was like, oh crap. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely but just yeah. got very lucky. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, once you do that, uh, you wanna gonna wanna head outside that there cave and then go inspect that absent silhouette. What's oh, that weird it's symbol just floating? Standing there the whole time, waiting for us. Menacingly. Um, exactly. So uh, this is large scenes, and I was bracing for the worst because I remember the first time I entered this, she just instantly killed me. But ha ha ha! Now I have the higher ground. Um, no, she still did a lot of damage. But surprisingly, I got this yeah. one the first try. And honestly, hey. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> it's so Lark seems, and to be fair, I think everyone kind of has the same consensus. It's just a super chaotic fight. So right. at least for the absence of the wet, you have the option of being kind of overleveled at a certain yeah. point to just survive the uh, Naruto Uzumaki 2000 barrage that she puts exactly. out every five seconds. So yeah, it's a... Uh, Interesting. Also, I forgot that the clones don't... Like, I thought at a certain point she would turn into one copy. Uh, I forgot that she just stays as two entities the entire match. So, it yeah. just adds to the complexity and the, the difficulty. Um, but yeah. yeah. So, she, there's two constant Lark scenes. They share the same health, so you don't have to deplete one, beat up the other, or worry about micromanaging which combos you're doing. It's just kind of pick a Lark scene... And start wailing at it. Um, yep. I forget what prompts it, but there is a reaction to merge them. It won't. Right. It won't merge them for too long, but they they get stunned at least, and you can kind of go ham. But yeah, yep. there's just a lot of sending the clones attacks. I keep calling them. Like uh, mm-hmm. there's one where she snaps her fingers, and then a bunch of after images, almost like similar to Marluxia's like constant swinging combos. It's basically. Each Lark scene is a different hit, uh, yep. and it's kind of flashy, but uh, Guard is your best friend here, 
Because as yep. you mentioned earlier, much earlier, when we started KH2, luckily the guard is a constant in KH2. So you guard mm-hmm. one and you'll be in your constant guard state and you'll, you know, you'll get rid of any of the follow-ups at least. But boy, oh boy, I, I personally had a lot of hard, I personally had a hard time managing to get that guard off. Because uh, I feel like the Lark scenes come from behind you. So I'd always yeah. like, I would have to run to the edge of the stage, turn around but not turn the camera around. And then when I see the first one guard and, you know, block everything from there on out. Right. Yeah. Like reflect, obviously is always helpful. Yes. Um, Cause like, yeah, a lot of our attacks have like three follow-up attacks and you're just like, all right, are you going to stop hitting me now? Cause I'm no. just going to keep reflecting until you're done. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just over like so fast. Cause she doesn't have a lot of health at all. And, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, really surprised. I was like, oh, I feel like I didn't even really start the fight. And then she was just dead. And I was like, I, I feel like I didn't even do anything. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just kind of cheesed it by the skin of my teeth. And then I we finished it. We take those. We yeah. take those. <laughs> and I was like, that wasn't a good fight. I want to do a better job. But I didn't realize the absent silhouettes disappear. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, so I was like, oh, man, I was going to do a rematch, but I guess she had something else. I guess she had something yeah. to oh, be. Hey, 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 don't worry. You're going to have a data rematch very shortly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I really don't have do much to say other than, yeah, much like Sykes, this fight looks a lot scarier than it actually is. Um, I, I would say, yeah, she has the, she actually has two, very similar to Marluxia, we talking about two desperation moves up in here but Mm -hmm. yeah she has two that i remember there is one which i have the official name for it is thundercrack it's the the, it's the lightning attack one basically she'll basically move to the center and just like shoot electricity out it's hades move from cage one the fire spin yeah Mm -hmm. exactly it's the hades move so we're kind of used to that just be careful um, and then there is another one, which is Raging Winds. Really weird. But this is the one when she dims the lights and then starts slashing at Sora. So just be careful. And it ends, it ends with the dive. So... Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a kind of... A, that one's real, a real pain in the ass. I don't think it's a run-ender. Well, we'll see in the data rematch, but... Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be very careful with that. Um, luckily, Larkseen has a lot of thunder moves, so I feel like at this point we have a good amount of accessories. Yeah, armor if you want to use some from. thunder defense, that's so a good So put strat. some thunder resist on, and hopefully it'll be yeah. smoother sailing. Um, but then, but very by the flip side, she's immune to thunder, and thunder's a really good move to just kind of interrupt their attacks and pop them up yeah. in the air. So, mm. <laughs> so yeah, just yeah. be careful, you'll be fine. Um, oh, for, uh, I guess... From reward sense for this is Marluxia actually, um, all of the absolutes let's drop the lost illusion as well as a recipe. Yeah. Uh, I know Marluxia's is like an accessory that deals in strength. Loxine's is a shock charm, so it's a it's an armor piece, kind of like the chaos chain, the bandanas, so on and so forth. Um, everything yeah. the orb members dropped can get upgraded. Just uh, spinning that off the top of the dome while I can. And yeah, for this fight, Donald gets slime slot, woo! But more importantly, Sora gets more MP. And uh, oh, for Marluxia fight, you got an extra drive gauge. You so. Get a drive gauge, yeah, which is like really surprising. Yeah. I was like, really? That's been here the whole time. 
<laughs> I mean, I think I feel like base cage two gave you enough drive gauge upgrades at the end of the day. But to be fair, yeah. the more the merrier. Exactly. So I'm not so yeah, that's like scene done and pull it all. It's time to abandon ship. And finally, for this go round, we have Halloween Town. Yeah, uh, which is pretty basic. We yeah, got, it's pretty chill, thank God. Yeah, we got another skateboard minigame, which I tried to do it the legit way and try to do some like sick grinding, mixing in some aerial tricks and like chaining it all together. That got mm. me nowhere. So then I tried again, Aww. and I just jumped from the highest point and just spammed the circle move, and that gives <laughs> you like fifty points. Okay. And then like I got like twice as much as I got the first time, and I got way over the score limit. I was like, okay. <laughs> That took zero skill at all. I literally just mashed the circle button, but whatever. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't care. Aw, okay. I did the natural way and got it one time. Sorry. I would, and for reference, for anyone who cares or is listening, obviously, uh, I just started off, I jumped in the air, I did tricks towards the conveyor belt, grinded yep. like, like the middle conveyor belt usually on the left side, pops you in the air, do a few tricks, grind the opposite way, grind yep. up the ramp that leads down to the Uki fight area, and then kind of turn around and rinse repeat. That got me like 1,500, 1,600 points. So well over the 1k that I needed to surpass the, the journal entry. So I was happy with that. It wasn't too horrible, at the very least. Personally. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I think the hardest part of this was just finding out how to start it. <laughs> Yes. I, I was uh, trying to figure out, where's the elf? I gotta talk to you. I had childhood flashbacks of how the hell do I start this damn mini game? Because, yeah. I mean, uh, so we're not going to talk about it, but everyone at the journal entry says, hey, try this one more time. Yep. So just seeing uh, SB Workshop Rave, I'm like, where is it? Just strangling Jiminy Cricket. Where is it? You yeah. gotta tell me. Yeah. It was locked the whole time. Yeah, you like go back three to the rooms old... away. For some exactly, reason. it's it's so dumb. But yes, it's the Yuletide Hill save point. Just talk to Locke, and he'll be like, "Hey, you want to mess up Santa's workshop?" Uh-huh. Yep, exactly. Yeah. But while you're there, you might as well go upstairs to the gift wrapping and do that again. Yeah, it's a mission now. And... It's not too hard to get to one hundred and fifty. Yeah, in my I got opinion, the first time. I don't really have anything yeah. to say about it. <laughs> just uh, sh- when the kids show up is my only like tip is shoot the kids to daze them because uh, nothing's worse than shooting at one of the big boxes and all of a yeah. sudden they kick it out they just destroy it and be like you yes. filthy kids what are you doing yeah it's a bad time yeah. but yeah it's super easy and then finally we have one more mushroom member yep this is number Ados and the Christmas tree plaza and he likes to shoot little lasers at you. And the game tells you to dodge them, but really, you want to deflect them. Because exactly, yeah. that gives you more points, and you want to get mm-hmm. 80 points. And, yeah. It's pretty easy, honestly. Because um, you could just use reflect if you want to be yeah. a coward about it. Which it's, it's... I did. Because uh, <laughs> that keeps your uh, block window up uh, even longer than the I regular think block. Reflect is the way, um, I wouldn't reflect as well. Because it'll like, change up its timing of when it shoots lasers, and sometimes it'll mm-hmm. shoot like five at once, and then reflect will get all of them really easily. Um, yes, I think, I think so, that's yeah. absolutely perfect. <laughs> but yeah, it's one you might do a few times to get sort of the idea on the timing on the various shots. Right. 
Uh, but other than that, it should be pretty easy. I did re I tried it once or twice. I got like around the 50, 60, and I, was, and I just read a guide just to get an idea of what could help me out. And it said, hey, summon Stitch, because sometimes Stitch just deflects shots. Ooh. So I did that just to, I'm not sure how much Stitch aided or hinder, hindered me. But uh. as well, the nice thing is that casting, you know, Stitch will refill your MP as well. So I never yes. had to go into MP charge. Stitch was constantly topping me off, which yeah. made things very useful. So... At that point, it just <clears throat> at that point it just became the reflect game. Um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I feel like you don't want to be too close to the mushroom as well because when it does the five shot, some right. might go over your head. So I think you want like a similar to Timeless River uh, with mushroom number eleven. You want to keep like a medium distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, not the worst one. So yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, this batch pretty reasonable i know some of them are like super annoying and i'm not looking forward to having to do them again but yeah feeling pretty good so oh far. no here we go again mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that was mushroom two very fitting for zigbar shooting his yes. laser beams blocking them really all righty but yeah that is halloween town mm-hmm. so here endeth the lesson. <laughs> that wraps up a world tour around one. Next week, we shall be getting into the thick of it because we got yes. the big ones. We got the Coliseum. We got the Twilight Town. We got the Radiant Garden. Oh, and also Agrippa and Space Paranoids. So. <laughs> yes, and also, spoiler alert, Pride Lands has none of these things. Whoa. Yeah, Pride Lands is done. We're never going back again. I hope yeah. you said goodbye. We we talked about it when we left the first the second time, but as yeah. a quick reminder, thank God there's I'm not sure how much I would like like the variety or despise the fact that I had to do anything as Simba as Lion Sora. Yeah, exactly. I'll, uh, so but yeah, I, next week we will wrap up the rest of the worlds. Um, and then from there, we shall jump back into the ending proper. Yeah. And then we'll get into some other stuff, because as we said, there's just a lot of extra stuff in this game, so... Yeah. Who knows gonna, when we'll end it? It's gonna <laughs> we'll be a, a, a big end. We're halfway there! Halfway there! <laughs> halfway there! In the meantime, <laughs> you can do the things... You can rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can subscribe if you have not already. You can send us an email at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. And you can tell a friend who's also playing Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, especially during this batch of episodes, uh, we're going to be giving out some tippy tips for all those in-game challenges. Um, so basically we're going to be regurgitating the stuff we looked up so you don't have to. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're getting into the thick of it. Uh, this is all the, the juicy stuff. And then soon, yeah, we'll talk about the ending and all the exciting stuff that's to come. But yeah, yeah. we're not quite there yet, but thanks for listening so far, everyone. It's been a heck yeah. of a time. Thank you. But yeah, until next time, to the end.
the shopkeeper shop in Agrabah. Oh boy! No way! <laughs> Yay! Alrighty! Bye bye!